You're listening to a High Voltage Radio Network podcast. Find more at HighVoltageRadio.com. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! This song is for anybody dying to speak Or for anyone who's in the red and trying to leave I've said all my regrets and I'm inspired to leave So if you need to keep your eyes on I'm about to beat a motherfucker curb Stomp, turns, off Bully by the beef and ball is stern Talk, stern, talk The nerds, gone I'm hurting when I hurt him But my first thoughts, eat Tell them motherfuckers I eat I'm a glutton and I hung a thinner dirt behind me Can't nobody sell them but I'm bumping my beat Come and turn them up and get to jumping like me I got it motherfucker, I'ma go for it Over ten years, but got nothing to show for it I ain't in it for the business, but I'm dope for it Been the most defending since the minute that I wrote what I spoke Good lord, let me testify Embellish till evangelists left to die They're selling Elisandros left and right But I'd rather be a fan than regret my life I'm underestimated, overeducated And I can't relate to anybody in the game right now I'm mainly underrated, I ain't faking like I made it But I came to make a statement and I can't pipe down can't pipe down. But I came to make a statement and I can't pipe down. Nah, I can't pipe down and I reckon I'ma rip it right oh, now. Oh, wanna be the one to spit the first? First, yeah. with a sure smirk. Yeah. Like a sermon, but you worry about the curse? Words. Ooh. Curse? Words. Bitch, I heard worse. Yeah. I learned that a wordsmith works in a hearse. I'm dead. What? Damn it, motherfucker, I'm dead. Yeah. Scrambling for funding, got a bullet to the breast. Ow. I'm leading on a beat, but believe in my breath. Bet I'm breathing my release, every reason I am. Yeah. Come on, motherfucker, I'ma use it. Only pushing 30, but I'm sure that I'ma use kid. What? Some say that it's stupid to pursue this and loose lips, loose, listen, lucrative. Oh. Let the stress subside, a frail, recognize, real, and forget your lies. I'm better off free, never petrified, so I'm a rock and roll reach and caress the sky. I'm underestimated, overeducated, and I can't relate to anybody in the game right now. I'm mainly underrated, I ain't faking like I made it, but I came to make a statement and I can't pipe down. Can't pipe down. But I came to make a statement and I can't pipe down. I can't pipe down and I reckon I'ma rip it right I'm now. I'm on my left to write a hype song. Yeah. Lights off. Yeah. I'm blinded by the sight, but I'm a right wrong. Ooh. Right wrong. Nice, y'all. Yeah. Enlightenment is heightened by the pipe. Huh? No, but it's not. What? I get it, motherfucker. I'm not. Nah. I've never been a bitter than a bitter. I write. The sediments are sinners. Seven sediment. I rock, but I'm locked in a box. Be a coffin of thought. What? I show you, motherfuckers. I know how to roll with the beat. Every punch in a flow. One or two quotes are roughed up as I wrote. Become a rumble on my tongue from a motherfucking throat. Hey, yo. But y'all molest the rhyme You're showing no respect for the mesmerized Am I set to thrive or am I pesticide? I'll never be a veteran, but let's decide I'm underestimated, overeducated And I can't relate to anybody in the game right now I'm mainly underrated, I ain't faking like I made it But I came to make a statement and I can't pipe down Can't pipe down But I came to make a statement and I can't pipe down Nah, I can't pipe down And I reckon I'ma rip it right now In this corner, he's known as the Slamborghini. That's right, he breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. Nice. What are you doing, Slambo? Oh, uh, nothing. Just uh, enjoying a hot, fresh cup of coffee, bitches. Did you make it, bitch? Because you're the the intern. Yes, I did. Better of. What, uh, is it better when you make it? Or Damn when Slim straight makes it is. It. Slim uh, makes shitty coffee. Yeah, it's better when I make it. Yeah, we, yeah I, strong and forceful. I, 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 
crush the the beans with my dick. Nice. <laughs> oh, okay. So. Yeah, we both have our own individual oh, coffee makers. Oh, you don't use the same. Why yeah, I can't no. use the same? No. slam up with meth in his And cocaine and Sweet. all kinds of things that I just don't want to fuck with. It's mostly just oh. cocaine. Fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> That's what I, that was a great, uh, that was a great uh, intro because I, I was going to ask what you were for Halloween, but I, I wanted you to be Osama bin Snorton. I figured you'd go with like Osama, like with a big fucking bag of Coke and like a bloody nose. I thought that would be fucking great. But what were you following? I was actually Slambo, the pirate captain. Oh. One-eyed Slambo. <laughs> One-eyed Willie. <laughs> nice. Where did you, did you go trick-or-treating? No, I went to a party. I went to uh, Ryan Fisher's, his parents hold a big Halloween party every nice. year. Nice. So, nice. I went and terrorized that party, and then, uh... That ain't I the went... only big thing they're holding, huh? Yeah. They like oh. holding big, floppy things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the Slambo family. The Slambo family. <laughs> True. So what happened? Was there any shenanigans? Did you get in a fight? Nah, not that, not that at one. I mean... <sighs> Not at that not one. A, not at that oh, one. Oh, not at that one. Oh, you went yeah. to another party that you got in a fight at? Oh, uh, yeah. I, uh, I I went to another party and I uh, I, I we I basically told them the uh, dis the, I disclosed the location of my tre my treasure, you know, that what? I have. Oh. What are you? What? My fucking, I'm just. <laughs> I thought you said you got in a fight. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, what did you? Nah. Fuck. So wait, wait, you told them where your treasure was and and, and that was it. They... Yeah, and then when they. Uh, yeah, they wouldn't believe me, so well, I fought why him. Why am I even going with this? Yeah, why are we even going with this? No, keep going. Keep going. I want to hear more of this. <laughs> so Please. anyway. Oh, the... you fought him. Like, what, what did you no, use No, so anyway, what, so what, on the... Yeah, what weapons, story. What weapons, no. just, what weapons does Slambo okay. the Pirate have? Right. Well, I've got my dick, and I've got my uh, <laughs> cutlass. Little gun that shoots a cork? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's well, great anyway, story. The, See ya. The, fat, the, the fight that happened was between uh, Moon Master Mike. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's a great story. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Did you do trick or treating? Cause somebody gave me bags of shit to give you guys. No, no. The truth is, nothing happened. I just oh, went to a party. Oh, I, I can figure that out. <laughs> right? Yeah. I got you, you guys. You, so I got somebody gave you bags of shit. Awesome. Let me see. This is Slambo's. Oh and this shit. This is Slams. Oh, I love the bag. The you bag went... is amazing. Yeah. Uh, these are like trick or treating. Best. Trick or treat bags I've ever says, seen. I'm it's so, so cute. cute. It's scary. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm so cute. It's scary. But or you could uh you could either take the the bag or you could have the mystery envelope. If you want to trade the bag, you could have the mystery envelope. Ooh. Mystery envelope. It's a miss because nobody knows what's in it. It's a oh, mystery. that's uh, that's that's intriguing. It it's is. Off, I know. So wait, so we can't open say, the um, bag. Not until yeah. No, you make decide. a choice. Do you want a rock paper scissors? Oh, you're gonna eat a mini. All right, you know what? I'm going to take the envelope. All right! Let me see that. What, yeah, what's mystery envelope? envelope. Someone's got to take this mystery envelope. All right, Let's yes. See. I got a sweet right. bag of treats. <laughs> I <laughs> got <laughs> two I've got $1 coupons, coupons. <laughs> off of, of uh, 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 off a can of uh, chewing tobacco, For but when does it expire? Steel. All right, let's see. <laughs> All right, so um, I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah, say. it does. Everywhere, it's the same place as a coupon. Have you ever seen? Okay, a here it is. <laughs> it's at the top. Oh, it's, it's expired already. <laughs> it's no longer. <laughs> you can't even get your shit. 
And the, the, the great... Go now and call us and go to Wawa and try to fight with the lady. Well, the great, uh, the great words of uh, George W. Bush, fool me once, shame ah. on you. Fool me again, you fooled me twice. But uh, you're, you're going to have your bag back. But I might have to go through them for razor blades. Cause I put a lot okay. of razor blades in the shit. Well, you know, oh, okay. You just need to make sure that I... there's enough razor blades. I think, though, for being such a good sport and taking a bag, that Slim gives you all his candy and he gets all the fruit roll-ups. Because <laughs> you know, there's, like, a lot of fruit roll-ups in those. But dump it out. Dump it out. Go, go ape see. shit. Let's see what kind of shit we got here. Yeah. Uh, oh, look. We Good got treats. Oh, you got stickers? Pokey. No. Oh, yeah, tattoos. They're tattoos. Oh, and I want what? you to make a sleeve oh, yeah. of tattoos. <laughs> yes. Slim got more man tattoos <laughs> than girl tattoos. I don't want what Slim got. I got all He's got the girl tattoos. Yes, I, I got, got I don't know. An organic... One thing of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle tattoo. Organic shit. An organic earth pop. What is, is it? I don't even know. Yeah. I didn't even know. It what says, is an earth pop? Somebody it just says yum earth. Stick into the earth. What it says is These yum earth. Are barely edible, but like I ate like ten of them one day. They're like organic fruit roll ups. Let me try one. Well, they're like fuck. okay, but I ate like ten of them. And just had the shits. <laughs> so Slim needs to eat all the fruit roll-ups. Oh, like I want to know what an organic fruit roll-up is. It's like kind of brownish. I think they leave the dirt and grass in them. It's got yeah. organic pear juice. Nice. Organic apple juice. Nice. Organic dried apple. Or yeah, yeah. Organic sunflower oil. Uh, fuck or yeah. Organic strawberry puree. Organic... I don't know that word. Is it organic or orgasmic, Slambo? Everything is organic. Organic, all right. (laughs) It's not orgasmic? Not it's very. not really that good, and, right? And no. wait, what the fuck is... Or- <laughs> but they were there, so I ate, like, a whole fucking bunch of them. Hold on. It's kind of torn. What, yeah. Slambo, what yeah. is organic color? Like, crushed up beetles? Dirt shit, yeah. <laughs> Dirt. Like, yeah. Organic and like color. And, like, <laughs> So you eat... It is very brown looking. Yeah. But I think from now on, like, have you guys been, like... Good, like, because from here on to like New Year's, like, everything you do is like what's gonna affect your Christmas, like, yeah, yeah, because you uh, can't, like, you gotta be nice to every fucking hobo you see because it might be like oh, Santa yeah. or Jesus undercover because Slambo Claus is watching, yeah, and uh, you can't kick a fucking cat or a puppy or anything, nope. and like, if you're good till Christmas, you'll get a good, you'll get a good bunch of shit, but if you're bad between then and New Year's, you get like AIDS or cancer. Or both, like AIDS, cancer. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. So hobo kindness from now to New Year's. Hobo kindness. What's all that matters? With a lump of cancer causing coal. Yeah. See, it's the coal. Yeah. It I, gives uh, you the cancer. I work with an older woman who I. Oh wait. Had... Let's oh, let's get some poor music. Let's turn this up. Okay. Let's get that music going. You were getting me excited there. You, you know, all you right. No, it was. It was. Where's uh? Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Get you some music. All right, go. So, oh, this is better. So I work with this older lady. <laughs> and she, she was expressing to me her concerns with the fact that she just found out that it is not okay to dress up as either an Indian or a gypsy for Halloween because when she was a kid, she would always dress up as a gypsy. And she was like just really blown away by What's by this. I don't know, apparently whatever she saw, she saw something on the news where they found out she found out that it was not okay to dress up as a gypsy, because I guess I 
Or and, and the other one was homeless. You can't dress up as a homeless. Why? In that case, I'm dressing up as a homeless gypsy. Who said that's wrong? Because you're going to offend the homeless. Who gives a shit? I don't know. If she was. I was they like don't have paying attention. I don't know. If she was talking about like, the and school. And like maybe the schools, like the kids can't dress. Tell her up she's a cunt. Like, Call her now and tell her she's a cunt. No, we're she's here. A, she's a sweetheart. We're here to no, offend she's not. everybody. She's a cunt. You eat your fruit ropes and open your Pokemon cards and put on tattoos. Okay, so let's see. Oh, you got a pack of Pokemon cards? Yeah, I thought you both did. Pokemon um, cards. Okay. Oh, there you are. All right, I got Pokemon cards. It's about time. You got to buy the sampling pack. Pokemon. Hey, what else you want? A full pack? Yeah. Oh, what fuck the that. Fuck? Oh, I got an Electro Buzz. Yeah. Yeah. Is that. Gay or? I don't know. Or gay or? Is he cool? Oh, look, I got a sand shrew. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. That's still kind of racist. That's still kind of racist. A drowsy and a star. And I got a polywag and I got a diglet. You want to see my polywag and diglet? I'll trade you my drowsy for your. I'll trade you my drowsy for your sand shrew. Did you get a dick duo? Okay. A dick duo. We're trading Pokemon cards. All right. Awesome. Awesome. I got a sand shrew. Now, I got an Electro Buzz, a Star You, and a Sandrew. I've got Drowsy, I've got Polywag, and I've got Diglett. I had a. <laughs> That's racist, too! Thousand. <laughs> Fucking racist ass Pokemon! Uh, Shit. Oh, man, we're gonna get. <laughs> we're gonna get Black Lives Matter on us! Yeah. So, just Pocket like Lil Wayne. Do you see that? Go to that shit. Alright. I think Lil it's the Wayne. first one in there. Yeah. There he is. But wait, and he was the one too, like, uh, what was it, a month or two ago about, like, yeah, there's not really any racism. It's true, it's true. Well, because he said he has white crowds. That is well, uh, as many whites as blacks in the crowds. So, he's yeah. Got and a, he's got a uh, black and white cookie crowd. And here's okay. what uh, he said about Black Lives Matter, and black people are, like, blacklisting him now. I guess if that's too many blacks in a sentence. Yeah, I guess play it, um... Yeah, black people are, like, outraged by him. Really? Yeah. Wow, it's ridiculous. It's fucking Star stupid. Lil Wayne doesn't ordinarily give interviews, but Nightline's no ordinary broadcast. Oh, A controversial yeah, encounter special. with the rapper is already getting major attention on Twitter. Here's ABC's Lindsay Davis. That's a huge deal right now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Lil Wayne. He's a rapper whose lifestyle has all the trappings of a bona fide rock star. We know who he is. Just tell us what he said. my idol. I love Lil Wayne. I love Lil Wayne too. Reclusive hip hop icon. I'm a slave for your ear. I'll die to make what you hear great. Lil Wayne has been making music for nearly 25 years with hits like Lollipop. A mogul discovering megastars like Nicki Minaj and Drake. Drake Lil sucks. Wayne, born Dwayne so Carter, Minaj. was first discovered by New Orleans rapper Birdman, mm. who quickly signed to his record shit. label Cash Money. Wayne's first taste of mainstream success came with his electric verse on Juvenile's Back That Thing Up. His lyrics are crafty and calculating, yet raw and explicit. All right, show us what he said. what it was to watch us come up with our pants sagging and our shirts all big and bandanas on and repping street things and talking about guns and every verse was about how I would run in your house and tie your parents up or something. <laughs> <laughs> I sold a million records in a, a heartbeat. It was about 
lyrics. Mm -hmm. It was just about, it wasn't about what you were talking about, it was about <clears throat> how you was talking about it. What do you say to people who call your music vulgar, misogynistic, offensive, degrading? It's fucking hip-hop. No, if that's what you think about the music, if that's what you categorize it under, then so be it, all those things made me who I am, and I am a very successful man. Well, like you said, back then it was okay. More, yeah. It's coming, baby. So, your daughter, would you have any problem with her being called a or a hoe? Yeah, if they calling her a yeah. hoe, I have a huge problem. So there's, no difference, there's a difference yeah, between entertaining and how you really are. Like, yeah, Eminem says it in one of his songs. Yeah, I'd have a yeah. problem if someone talked to my daughter. To the say way this talk. father of four is controversial is an understatement. But the self-described gangster says he's often misunderstood. That would be the biggest misconception that I'm some kind of rude. I don't know. And when they meet me, they're like, oh, you so humble. Kind of seems like he's kind of a burnout. Yeah, it seems like us, though. Everyone thinks we're like Satan and burning babies and shit. And that's my mom. You get that. But Wayne doesn't really care what we think about him. He's unapologetic in just about every aspect of his life. What's your relationship? Yeah, he's a little shout out. I like that too. Every day? I want to know what he said. It's my family. It's only half over, but it's not that long, but. Music and weed. In that order? Yeah. I should have watched it earlier. I didn't Our know. Our journey like with Wheezy started back in 2013 at his own private skate park he constructed in Miami. How do you self describe that's cool. That's cool. That's gangster? Yeah, that's end up being awesome. such a prolific that's what I'm saying. He's a cool dude. He's in all I just fell in love with skating, plain and simple. The thing you love most about it is landing the tricks, landing them and landing them well, and being able to say you did that. A few months later, he invited us to Amsterdam. Backstage nice. at a sold-out performance. What are you thinking about when you're walking on stage? Usually He's always stoned out of his mind. Yeah. Impressing the people. I'm usually trying to fill the crowd out first. Let's go. Being on stage for me is everything I ever dreamed of. I'm always at home on stage. Nowadays, Wayne has been making more headlines than music. Due to an ongoing legal battle, his completed Carter Five album remains on the shelf, which is why he says he chose now to release a memoir. Oh, damn, he can't put an album out of a lawsuit. On Till November is a diary that chronicles the eight months he spent at Rikers Island for an illegal weapon possession. Wow. When you look back at prison, read that. Been life changing. Yeah, cool. I learned a lot about people. Holy you are shit. all on the same level, He's you are all going through the same thing. Everybody it's wants a real to dude. Yeah, but man. outside of a jail cell, his celebrity status has clearly shaped his perspective. Recently stirring controversy on Fox Sports when he said he personally doesn't see racism because so many of his fans are white. I thought that was clearly a message that there was wrong with that. He's allowed to have that. He's, he's yeah. had that interaction with people. He's allowed to yeah, have that, that opinion. Would you change it, what you said, or no, you still feel the same way? What's your thought on, on Black Lives Matter? What is it? What, what do you mean? The idea is that there's this movement called Black Lives Matter, thinking so the rest of America didn't seem to understand that, that Black Lives Matter. It just sounds weird. I don't know that you put a name on it. It's not a name. It's not whatever, whatever. It's somebody got shot by police and for a reason. I am a young, black, rich If that don't let you know that America understand Black Matter these days, I don't know what it is. Thank you. Thank Man. you. My yes. life matter, especially to my And he's a black man, so people are saying, like, people are so outraged, but it's... So how can he be... It seems to me, pause real quick, like, if somebody makes sense 
or just says something that's not like a, a mob yeah. mentality. Like yeah. people just yeah. get outraged. Yeah, like, anyone that's a fine thing to say. It's, like, you disagree with a group, and suddenly and he's basically just saying all lies matter. All and, lies yeah, matter. well, anyone right. who says something uh, like that has rational thought behind it, a bunch of yeah, freaking mindless, bunch of, uh, bunch of mindless, mindless fucking zombies will yeah. come and try to eat your brain. Yep. That's basically what it comes down to. It's like the assholes with us over videos and shit on YouTube and all that shit. It's the same yeah. shit. Like, yeah, people are outraged. People are like, uh, blacklisting him now and shit. Like, all sorts of that, shit. Just because he was like, people what, are writing what, him what, off. Like, Black people are writing him off. Like, what? Just because he was like, whatever. Like, it's it's whatever. Yeah. It's just stupid. Like, that's and what he the did. guy who started the shit killed himself. So what kind of a yeah, cause is I that? Know, that right? should have been right from there. It should have just yeah. been over, over. You know, like. There was a video I had watched. I like recently how you're stacking up that, that candy. A, That's cool, dude. There's a social experiment where this guy, first of all, he went into a white community with a sign that said "Black Lives Matter," and nothing happened. Some people were like, "Cool." Was he Some white or black? Like, he was a white guy. Nothing happened. Fine. So then he goes into like an urban, like a hood, basically. Yeah. And he's holding a sign that says "All Lives Matter," and there was like three or four black guys that just beat the shit out of him. They just wow. tried to beat the shit out of him. Like, they all were attacking him, people yelling at him. Like, what are you doing? What is that yeah. bullshit? Like, it just said, all lives matter. They're like, get the fuck out of here with that. It was well, ridiculous. One guy... Well, yeah. speaking of black lives... Oh, yeah, you go. Sorry, the go. one guy that was like, an all right, you could tell he was a decent dude. He said, yo, you gotta get out of here quick. They're... He was like, this is a bad neighborhood. Yeah. You can't be doing that. But it's still, like, it wasn't... Like, he wasn't doing anything racist. He just had a sign that said, all lives matter. Like, and it's... It. You know what it is? It's it's a tribal zone, man. Those those Some of those inner city areas, yeah. it's a tribal zone, and they don't certain like roads, people. certain streets you don't go on. Yep, and they don't like, like people. New York City, you don't go above uh, 100. Yep. But this is also like with Little Wayne. This Spanish is a guy who's who's been out there, who's been in the world. Oh, update! For, Little Wayne, as Jules just sent me this. Little Wayne has apologized. He should not. He should uh, not have apologized. Yeah, especially um, after they said he's unapologetic. Said that he became <laughs> agitated after the interview. Asked if he had any problems with his daughter being called a bitch or hoe. From there, there was no thought into putting her questions in. Her, oh, I guess he was pissed from that question. Yeah. Well, that was but a shitty still, call. Even like, I cringed a little bit yeah. when she asked that. I was like, come so on. So he was pissed from now on. Yeah, and I, I understand that too. To yes. Ask. She was just a cunt. Yeah. I about that right away. A fucking real cunt. But no, the, the Black Lives Matter, I don't think he, I don't even think he was really putting it down. Just he was basically saying, what no. is it? Like, all lives matter, you know, like, but still, like. My favorite. Yeah. Well, like I was saying, like, it's a guy that's out in the world, like, he knows what's really going on, where these other people are just, like, they see what's on the internet, or they're, you know... And he just said, I, I, I ain't no fucking politician, I'm a gangbanger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. In the fall, in the fall segment, it's saying, he said that he's connected to the motherfucking flag right here, I'm a gangbanger, ma'am, and he pulled out a, a red flag that he was sitting on. He also abruptly ended, ended the interview saying, I ain't no fucking politician. <laughs> that's what it was uh, so he really was pissed off yeah that. but that's still like he didn't really even say like fuck black people though no like, he, he just, just said like, like what, why would and, and why would he even say that to begin with you know like he, that's that's his image you know like that's part. that's what I said there's a difference between entertainment and fucking and what that person's really like in their home yeah. life fuck yeah, that was a shitty question you now. still got the group of it because that, yeah. that was bringing me to the next Segment before break, real quick. I forgot to play. I forgot to say last week. Uh, there you go. Boom. The Medea Halloween trailer. Yeah, you guys see this? No. The movie. Come it? on. What why did you this? go see this? Oh, Medea. Tyler Perry makes you shitty. It's like yeah, they're terrible. Mama's house or whatever. What's the one that uh, the other dude does? 
It's a, uh, yeah, it's uh, that, like the Lawrence, nutty. Martin Lawrence does. He oh, does like okay. the mama's whatever. I don't know. No. Mama's fan. And then this guy does this Medea shit. It's all bad. It's all yeah, fucking. Yeah, it is corny. terrible. It's all bad. Well, at least the, the other one was kind of. The only funny. one Fat who ever Mama did that right was uh, was uh, Eddie Murphy when he did the Nutty Professor movies. I was and thinking then, of uh, oh, what's uh, what's in Tropic Thunder? The Fatties. Oh Jack yeah, Black. That, oh, was, yeah. <laughs> that was cool. That was um, right. Tyler Perry played Baxter Stock, uh, Stock uh, Stockman in uh, in the New Turtles. In the New Turtles. I love yeah. that, but. I don't love this shit. <laughs> and right, uh, I don't know what else. He's a comedian. I've never seen his stand-up, but I hope it's funnier than this shit. All right. This is like the 20th Medea movie. How have you never heard of these, Slim? And not all of them are even, like, comedy. Some of them are just... Oh, like, they all were. Yeah, not all of them Stop are. that. Stop that. It's a little scary at first. Oh. All right, so the sassy black broad slapped the jack in the box. Tiffany, what's going on? Chill out, pops. It's cool. Hey, Medea, I gotta go out of town. I was wondering if you can come by and just keep an eye on Tiffany. No, son, no, I can't come over there. It's Halloween night. You know I like to go nowhere on Halloween. I'll pay you. I'm on my way. I'll be there now. You gonna see this, Lambo? No. Please, Netflix this tonight. Because there's a party around the corner, and I want to be sure she doesn't try to sneak out. This is gonna be so wild. These children today, you got to drop the hammer on them. Oh, of course, she has a hammer in her hand. How you think I met your mama? Is that Tyler Perry as well, I guess? I think so, yeah. Are we supposed to be laughing? Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry. Right before the transitions happen is where where the jokes No, you're supposed to be laughing. This is hilarious shit. This is the best joke. Oh, wait, there's a ghost. What did it write? Oh, my God. Strange things are happening. You see something scary? It's white. You see white. <laughs> yeah, okay, that, that was kind of funny. Oh my god. <laughs> that was a little funny. There's Why did she just shoot the air? Yeah, I don't know. I bet it's we gotta go see the movie. Oh, this is gonna be good. This is gonna be hilarious. Oh no! It's scary! I don't know what to do. Is that black zombies? Is that blobbies? What is it a flip? Yeah, that one was backflip. Boo, a Medea. Oh, it's Boo, a Medea Halloween. Uh, I, I, I gotta say that just looks awful. No, it looks uh, awesome. It looks great. You guys are watching it tonight together. Is it on? It's on Netflix. Oh, or? it should be. It should be. I don't know. <laughs> Probably in theaters. Me and Slim Maybe are gonna not. snuggle up with a bowl of popcorn and <laughs> nice. watch that shit. I was just gonna say <laughs> pasta, like uh, pasta with pesto sauce. Well, so this Medea thing, this is a, a big thing he's been uh, doing. So there's other oh, Medea. There's other oh, Medea there's Medea like a million yeah. of so those. So we could do a Medea marathon. Yes. Tonight, we can watch from the beginning, the very yeah. first Medea movie. Fuck yeah. I'm curious to how many Medea movies there are. And if there's That's one for not each enough. holiday, not there's enough. like Medea oh. does Christmas. Medea <laughs> yeah, does, there's one of those. Medea <laughs> does 4th of July. There's got to be. They made Mid us watch the Christmas one in school one time. Oh, you did? Wow, you watched oh. the Medea in school. Didn't uh, you go to her, like, around here? Like, Yeah, yeah. I, I fell asleep. one of the whitest hillbillies I've ever seen. <laughs> and you were watching Medea in elementary nah, school? Nah, I went to sleep, man. <laughs>
<laughs> Wait, He's for protest. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> oh my god, you're funny, Pete. <laughs> you're a lovable racist, my friend. All right, uh, let's go to break. All right, guys, we're going to break. We'll be back. Have you been eating your candy? Oh yeah, I ate, I, the, fruit, I I ate, ate the organic fruit. How good was up. that? It was actually pretty good. I did. Ah, like it. I thought yeah, it was alright. It, it was okay. Was, it was good enough awful. to eat like ten of, and then have the shits where I couldn't even like fart. I at one point I just ate dinner and like I almost tripped on like uh, I think one of my kids has a toy by the front doors that I never like. It's it's not in the way. It's just by and like but shuffling. I was gonna go out for a cigarette, but I was like, fuck, I gotta get a shit, and I almost like tripped and just shit myself right then and there. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> Right. We'll be back. We got a new segment. Slambo Reads, where he's going to read uh, a hit pop song. All right. So don't go anywhere. It's going to be good. Hey, guys. This is Pete from Paint It Black Podcast. A lot of people ask me, why should I listen to your show? How would you describe it? Well, horribly offensive. Balls to the walls. <laughs> a good time. I don't know. Unprofessional. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be Bang surprised zoom. if fucking Barney heard some... I'm screaming from next door. Right. Hey, yo, Fred, I got like, kicked out of the house. Uh, can I stay with you guys for a little bit? No, Barney. <laughs> We're not friends like that. <laughs> you better go stay with the zoo. Dum yeah. <laughs> dum, you should have said yes to your wife. <laughs> can you imagine what Disney World would have been like had he lived longer? Uh, no Jews. That's <laughs> <laughs> the primary difference. Yeah. I feel like he funded the Nazis in some way. Like, I, don't, I can't prove it. The what? first fucking model of their helmet had ears on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the basket's ears are coming over the hill. What the fuck's going on? Dosan sounds like a Renaissance painter. He was the fifth Ninja Turtle. He wasn't right in the head. They didn't really bring him out too much. <laughs> I'd like to fight the foot. <laughs> That's probably why they had those stupid ass toppings. Bubble like, gum. Fuck, who let those sounds order the pizza? I want to think, bug. <laughs> <laughs> who put Legos on this shit? <laughs> Can I give you money for for sex? I would enjoy you <laughs> making a transaction for a blowjob. <laughs> Can I get a receipt with that pussy? Oh yeah. How, how do I follow this? Do you wash those briefs with starch? <laughs> <laughs> Make that booty clap. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> This is Painted Black Podcast, and you can like us on Facebook, on Twitter at PIB Comics, and check us out every Monday on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean.com, and PodcastNation.net. Ah. Alright, we're back. We're back. Yes. We're going to do a new segment. Before anyone yells at me for ripping off our good friends, Mr. Throwback Thursday, we, uh... We're doing a Slambo Reads, just like they do Bill Reads, but Bill Reads is with, um, like, hardcore hip-hop songs. Right. And he reads them to this piano music, and I, that's why I had asked Jamie from Mr. Throwback Thursday if we could use the music, because I think he gets all the music made. Like, I know for his, like, intro, I was like, dude, what song is that from? Because he's got this cool, like, old-school hip-hop sound of thing. He's like, we paid somebody to make that beat. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't know that. Um, so, uh, yes, MrThrowbackThursday.com. Please go there and check them out. They're awesome. They've had uh, one of the guys from Run DMC on their show. It's like an old school hip-hop podcast. They're really good. And they're really cool. We've had them both on a couple times twice, now. Twice, yeah. yeah. One time we were drunk. Um, so Slambo reads. Let me get the music cued. Are you ready for your... You got your reading hat on, bro? I've got... Ooh, it's a reading hat. Yeah. Reading, reading hat? I guess. Isn't that what they say? <laughs> Getting your reading hats on? Yeah. 
Hold I don't on, know. Get, get your laughing hats on, everybody. What's get me a book? What? Oh yeah, just read the the bag. No, that's my brew, my yeah, coffee I'm brewing too cute in the background. It's scary. Oh, oh, there we go. I'm nice. That is right oh, that's adorable. That is right. fucking adorable. That's his <laughs> okay. reading hat. Nice. I don't know if that's yeah. It's okay. Uh, we know you're ready you to read. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let me get the music. What? I had it open. It's right here. Okay. So, you want? Yo, you got a nice a nice glass of cognac. Oh, yeah. To sit there and properly—that's a fancy glass you have there. Read. Yeah, it's Hennessy White Privilege. Ah, right. <laughs> that's what he always does. He'll look at me and go, "WP, <laughs> WP," and I always thought it was something else, but I guess it's White Privilege. I don't know. Fuck yeah! Here you go. All right, thank you, sir. No problem, so dude. The equipment here. All I'll right, spill it. Hey, you thirsty? Yeah, just got a thirsty <laughs> board. Board. All right, so Slambo reads. What's the song? Uh, what's that song again? Let me see if I got it. It's, is it? I'm pretty. Oh, sit still, look pretty. Sit still, look pretty. Oh, Slambo okay. reads. So, uh, and hold on, because I first have, I first have the intro for this new bit. Here we go. Here we go. Scroll, scroll, scroll. I need the S's. Slambo sings the hits. Enjoy. And now it's time for Slambo Reads the Hits <laughs> with your host, the Slamborghini. I'm going to mute you a minute. <clears throat> Sit still, look pretty by Daya. Die, I, I don't even know. I, I can't fucking read this shit. Anyway. Could dress up to get that love. But guess what? I'm never going to be that girl or that squirrel who's living in a Barbie world. Could wake up in makeup and play dumb, baby. Pretending that I need a boy who's going to treat me like a... I know the other girlies want to wear expensive shit and diamond rings and shit, but I don't want to be the puppet that you're playing on strings. This queen don't be needing a king, baby. This queen is the king. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I've been told. But an Eskimo pussy is mighty cool. <laughs> but this gal right now here, she gonna be ruling the world. Yeah, where I'm gonna be, because I wanna be. No, I don't wanna sit still, look pretty. You get off on your nine to five dream of picket fences and my trophy wives. But no, I'm never gonna be, cause I don't wanna be. No, I wanna sit still and look pretty, baby. Mr. Wright could be nice for one night, but then he wanna take control. That's me, baby, I take control. And I fly solo. Then Snow White, she did right in her life. 
had seven men to do the chores. Because that's not what a lady is for. That's bullshit. Ah! <laughs> oh. The only thing that a boy is going to give a girl for free is captivity. And I might love me some vanilla, but I'm not that sugar sweet. Call me H. B-I-C. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know what you've been told, but this gal right here's gonna rule the world. Yeah, that is where I'm gonna be. Because I wanna be, no, I wanna sit still, look pretty. You get off on your nine to five, dream of picket fences and trophy wives but no i'm never gonna be because i don't want to be no i don't want to sit still look pretty sure i'm a pretty girl in a pretty world but they say pretty hurts and i don't want to sit still but i'm a pretty girl in a pretty world but no i won't sit still look pretty Sure, I'm a pretty girl. I, you gotta say this shit twice. I, I don't know what you've been told, but this gal right here's gonna rule the squirrel. Yeah, that is right. Where I'm gonna be, because I wanna be. No, I wanna sit still and look pretty. You get off on your nine to five. You dream of those, your fences and your trophy wife shit. Whatever, I don't... But no, I'm never going to be... Why is this still going? <laughs> Why is it not? <laughs> I want to rule the world. Yeah, vote for Slamborghini. Get off your nine to five asses and your picket fence and vote for Slamborghini. Yeah. your trophy wives. And your trophy wives. <laughs> Sit still, look pretty. Wow. Sit still, look pretty. Sit still, look pretty. Yes. Yeah. That was oh, amazing. That was awesome. <laughs> I that didn't think it was really going to That was a great bit. Yeah, it was. It never ends. Look no. At, look at how long this shit is. <laughs> it was like a mile long. <laughs> it was fucking really long. That was amazing. He out oh. read the music. Out slamboed <laughs> us. Yeah, he out did everything. He out did all of us. Wow. It like became not funny and then it got funny again. Like yeah. there was one point I was like, is this over? And I'm like, no, this is still great. <laughs> I like that you started along oh. with the, the music too. Like you were yeah, kinda you were in like, sync with the uh the piano music. I was feeling it, bro. Yeah, man, that's amazing. It's great. I feel like you were really expressing your true uh feelings to True us identity, well. yes. yeah. <laughs> I feel really tapped into this the Slamborghini the with that one. Well he's just like, you know, it's he's it's very rare he gets to you get to see the real that he gets to, yeah express those feelings yeah publicly yep and he wrote that song oh know? fuck yeah he did at he least made, he gets the royalties at least he gets the uh, recognition he uh, made millions of dollars what uh, what inspired uh, you to write that song hobo kindness oh no actually I did I, I realized the WP usually mean say is is women power I do. I, I now oh, understand right, who yeah. you are. Yeah, no, I do, I do real, get it. You really oh, wow. represent the women's. This is why you're president. Yeah. The women's. The women's. <laughs> you got to get Lamborghini on the uh, Ellen DeGeneres show. <laughs> on the Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> so, no, I'm curious. Though, I want to know, Lamborghini, where did you uh, get the inspiration to write that song? He just loves oh. the women's, I thought. Uh, the uh, women's. <laughs> <laughs> the, women's. Just the women's. The women's movement. The, the women's, baby. <laughs>
<laughs> he loves the broads. That's Lamborghini. Uh-huh. <laughs> Joni. <laughs> goes out to Joni. Joni, I, 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 we haven't heard from Wherever her in a she while. may be. Oh, my She's God. She's out there in the universe, Fuck. in the multiverse somewhere. Oh, my God. What else is uh, was going on? What else was going on? That was another thing. Uh, that silly, like, uh, what was that called? Uh, World Peace. That show is funny. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, I think we have time. I think we have perfect time to watch that World Peace thing. Is it down? Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah up, up that little video uh, right World there. Peace. It's called World Peace. It's just what the show's called. It was on Adult Swim one okay. weekend. And this shit is just fucking crazy. I don't know. Oh, it's got to be like a Tim and Eric thing. All right, let me see. <laughs> it's got to be something they have put on. And this shit, this clip was just so fucking funny. It's about this dude that like he tries to get help finding girls. So he gets he gets this guy to help him. Okay. And it's it's fucking hilarious. It was like <laughs> then they do this weird shit in between. I think it's like a song competition or something, but Right. It's just like, all <laughs> over the place. I guess at the beginning of the show. He's the guys that make the show. This is definitely like something to, Oh, it's cracked out, bro. But right, Tim and Arab makes you think of. Doing like an American Idol thing. Yeah, some yeah. singing competition thing. <laughs> These guys are just lighting up cigarettes, fucking <laughs> <laughs> cigars. I don't know what they're smoking. <laughs> fucking horrible. There's this thing going on about you, it's, and it's amazing. Uh, your voice is one of those ones. When you hit that uh, high pit, the, the vibrato there, it's like, uh, it's the kind of thing that drives you crazy and you think about for weeks and weeks at a time. You know? um, it's bluesy, it's cool, and for such a big sound coming out of such a small person, it's so That's crazy. The shit they always say on American Idol. <laughs> yeah, 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 it, it is, kind of yep. you up. <laughs> it just, it's awkwardly just stops. It kind of fucks you up. It's the kind of thing that when you hear someone sing like that, you just know right away they're going to make a shit ton of money with it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's looking off to... <laughs> hey, so my name is Robbie, and I'm new to picking up women. Uh, they usually just see me in my disability. They think that I can't please them, but uh, <laughs> uh, it just hasn't gotten me anywhere. Uh, so, so I saw this guy, Trex, online. Trex is up Trex in these videos, and it inspired me. So I gave him a call. Maybe he could help me get a girlfriend or something. And Trex, for anybody just listening, he's dressed like a clown. He's got like... He's wearing him. a cod piece. He's got a, like a crotch plate. He's got a, a, a top hat and like pink hair. He's just hey, ridiculous. Rick. Hey, I'm Robbie. Oh, what? Oh, oh shit, yo! I expected you to be normal size, Robbie. What the hell, man? <laughs> He's like a crippled man. I know literally everything there is to know about getting pussy. So even though your test tube gup gup snail man, we're gonna be getting you knee deep in some gash. I don't care how small you are, these are just two extra dicks right here. He's just got these limp legs. What are your parents doing? Don't worry, I got you covered. What were your parents doing? He's dragging down the sidewalk. He's rolling him. I guess he couldn't take him in the wheelchair. His pants are down. <laughs> <laughs> and his shoe fell off. 
<laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> that is some Tim and Eric shit right there. Robbie. Check it out. Definitely is. This right here is my boyfriend Nitro Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> this is Mr. Shit, shit Pussy. Yo, he's my boyfriend, my number one buddy. Nitro Dubs is about to swag you out. Major League Swag Out. Major League Swag Out. Major League Swag Out. I want you to look at yourself in the mirror right now. Because this is the last time you're going to be looking this gay in your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Trex, come help me swag this kid out. <laughs> Yo, first up, you got a plain t-shirt. They, they both have cutouts on their shirts with their belly button. Is. Bucci. Yo, Bucci makes got the Bucci finest sweatpants sweats, bro. you can buy in the mall. Those are the best. He's like almost British all right, he's getting them all every day. He's giving a makeover. Check my dude out right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nitro Dubs, you hooked it up again. <laughs> <laughs> he's spraying him a cologne. Yeah, you smell a candy apple. That's the shizit, right? From now on, you'll be known as Moon Man. Moon Man. But your secret name that will be all known only to me, and that only I will call you, is Tinas. And Tina. your secret name that neither myself nor Nitro Dubs will call you will be David Duke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Seriously, this is crazy. We've got to get down to the gulch right now. Scott's down there. He needs our help. <laughs> what the fuck? Is, it, is this a different sketch? This is just like a little in-between skater. Oh, okay. Just two men in these like miniature cars. I'm gonna take a shortcut. Then we'll see who gets there first. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> that was a car accident. This shortcut was an oncoming traffic lane. I just had a head-on collision. Oh, it's amazing. He's shitting himself. <laughs> Let's see what's up with T in this. AKA David Duke. I just spent an enormous amount of time and money training you to be my protege. I want you to go in there. I want you to talk to that fly ass bitch on the right side. I want you to say some wild shit to her. Say, I'm dead gorilla dick nigga. I'll make dyke pussy wet. Say that word. He's not, he's not, I don't want to say the N-word. Dick pussy god. I make dyke pussy wet. What is this dude wearing on his head, like underneath <laughs> the head? Like, There's glitter <laughs> tape, I think. Gorilla. Gorilla. I'm like, gorilla dick, baby. I don't know what's on his nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's like chalk on I'm his I'm like, lips. gorilla dick god. I make di dyke pussies wet. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it, okay. Here's how you get that coral. You're gonna say, you got about 10 seconds to show me that hole. Cause this gorilla <laughs> dick daddy's hungry. <laughs> and if you don't blow me right, I might kill you. <laughs> Alright, listen bitch. You got about 10 seconds. Cause this t gorilla dick's... Gorilla daddy dick is hungry. <laughs> and you don't blow me by... Right, I might kill you. <laughs> you hear me? Does he have a butterfly on his chin, too? Um, no, thanks. He said, you hear me? Yeah, that's a... Yeah. 
It's a bow. It's a bow or a butterfly sticker on his chin. <laughs> and I like the curl of bread. You can turn it off. Now. All that's, right, that's amazing. That's the end of that. And Eric Andre, oh my God, go to go to his little just real quick. We'll watch a second of Eric Andre. That dude is amazing. He's kind of like a dude that just fucks with people on the street. Like there was one little skit, and there are people that you could tell he didn't get the uh, the approval for because their faces are blurred out. Like he fucks with people on the street. He dresses up like a cop. He goes out and he just starts yelling at a guy and by his car, and he goes. Uh, I'm writing you a ticket, and he starts peeing on the guy's car, and the guy gets <laughs> home, and he's shit. like, wait, I'm a cop, I'm allowed to do this, and he just does, he had one skit set up where he, I guess, rented or set it up with a bodego in New York City, mm-hmm. and uh, somebody comes in, and why are you stealing, that's mine! <laughs> My hundred grand, no, you can have it, dude. Right. Um, yeah, you don't have to give me anything, it's fine, uh... But, uh, he, and it's like this little skit, it comes up like supermarket pranks, and he's behind a counter, a guy comes up with like a chocolate milk, and he's like, 80 bucks, and the guy's like, 80 bucks, it's an outrage, and, he, and then he walks out, and he starts doing something crazy in the store, and then like a naked guy comes up from <laughs> behind the counter, and he's like, acting like he's held hostage, like he's tied up, and he's naked, <laughs> it's just really, really awkward shit, and it's really funny. Is it another adult one? Yes, no, show, and this has been show, on for yeah. a long time, I've caught it here and there, but Eric Andre, and I, I think he might be a rapper as well, I know he does oh, yeah. something else, but he's funny as fuck. Dude, there's nothing better than awkward shit. The Sopranos, he's here to oh, this is the guy from The Sopranos he had on. Steve this is fine. These people, this is when he really fucks with these people. Hannibal Burris. Hannibal Burris, the comedian, is his co-host. And the set is just so shitty. It's made of cardboard. Here, pause it real quick, because draws another one. He had Jillian, uh, whatever, from, what, the fattest? Oh. No, fattest loser, Jillian oh, okay. Michaels on once. Oh, okay. And in the, in the interview, he just goes, my desk feels funny. And he just flips it. And there <laughs> is a midget version of him and a midget version of Jillian Michaels underneath the desk. And he's just like, <laughs> a trip, bro. Do they have, like, a midget desk, too? Like I, th- I think so. I think That's so. Amazing. Dude, it's crazy. But, yeah, this is uh, Steve Sure. So he yeah. books guests and they think they're doing like a him. real show. And if he I can't guess. get the real person, he'll get a hobo off the street and he'll be like, this is Ariana Grande and he'll just have a homeless guy there. <laughs> Some people amazing. are in it. He had Jimmy Norton in on it like, oh, okay. once too. And you could tell Jimmy was in on the gag. He was like tied up and he was being electrocuted while he was doing like stand up. Like, right. There are people that are in on the gag, but I don't think any of the guests that come on are. So, oh, yes. What are you up to? I got a show on IFC. Look at you. Called Benders. Go yeah. Band-Aids? Benders. 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 And you go on a bender, you get all drunk no, and no, loopy. No, hockey players. Ah. Ah. You turn it up a little? No, it's a lot of old guy I tried already. Steve's very loud. He's got yeah, pasta yeah. sauce. Marinara. Marinara. Good. Can you crack these nuts for me? Sure, man. <laughs> this is random shit. There you go. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> what the? <laughs> you want to hold on to this? Sure, man. Uh, what is it? They used to call me dick sucking Joe in college. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Where'd you go to school? I was pranking all the guys. <laughs> 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 I was thinking a wig. I was sucking off the you professor. Are you okay? As long as it's got a little mush in there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Nah. Uh, but I mean no disrespect. Can we do a, a commercial for your pasta sauce? <laughs> sure. Get that naked PA out of here right now! <laughs> <laughs> He's got a naked guy just walking out with the pasta sauce. For Steve sauce! Uncle Steve's pasta sauce. Pasta is so good you can taste it with your ball. And he dips his shit. Your ball's like a penis. Get it right! Get out of here, pal. Get out of here now! Come on, man. 
<laughs> so confused. I don't like the way you use my sauce, I'll be honest. Well, some customers yeah. are going to use it. No. <laughs> There's a whole market you're not tapped in. <laughs> but you keep giving me ice for now. <laughs> he keeps adding them ice cubes. You <laughs> guys are irritating. Yeah. Irritating. I don't want that no more. It's a little torturous. Yeah. It's hot. I'm sweating like a farm animal. <laughs> I love Steve's penis. <laughs> He's holding a mic up to his dick. Hey, right? Wait, You gotta trust me. You gotta trust me on this. I'm be the first guest to f you up. I love your energy. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 This shit is real, bro. <laughs> That's amazing. This is how the show is. I mean, he's had his, and he gets big guests. I think he had Clooney on once. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. He's, I think Clooney was like, why Why am I doing this show? Like, I don't think they know. I think they just, they book these guests. They go out, and like, from behind the curtain, and they just, they just right. come walk into this shit, and they're always, like, pissed off or something. I mean, Hannibal Bears is kind of like a big name in comedy right now, so yeah. I mean, I'm sure, like, well, Andre's know. big, too, bro. He's touring, I think, right now. Like, he's on a huge international tour. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of him before. This oh, is funny, man. Yeah. This All right, guys. We're going to go on break. We will be back. That Slam-o, world peace game was ridiculous. The real shit. I mean, besides, uh, yeah, the, the oh, man, Mike that's... Tyson shit and then the fucking Rick and Morty's is great, but the real shit they got going on on fucking Adult Swim is great. Yeah. Alright, guys, we're going break. That's so... Shut up and sit down. I'm the Slamborghini, baby. I feel we need to have the booze and guns program. For as many booze as you can drink down, you get a gun. Each fucking shot, you get a gun, baby. And that's why I vote for myself, baby. The Slamborghini 2016. Yeah! I'm on every drug known to man, baby. Fuck yeah! You go to the boardwalk, you don't want to see some fucking crackhead. It's hurting till it's squirting, baby. Yeah. Slamborghini for president 2016. Oh, fuck. All right. What's going on, bitch? It's hot again. Yeah, We're going to go from yeah. like 30 to like 80. And tomorrow's going to be 77 and that's going to be 50 on Friday. That's what I'm saying. Besides like be, being bad after Christmas to New Year's to like a hobo or an animal, I think this is also how cancer aids. Cancer aids from the coldness. Yeah. The hot, cold, hot, cold, hot. Like and this whatever. is also why uh, Chris Christie raised the tax of gas. Did you see that shit? We went from the 49th <laughs> highest tax, the 49th in all, a state in all the country to the 6th. Wow. You know, the 6th highest of the gas tax. That's a big job. That fat yep. cunt raised it fucking, what, 20, 23 cents a yeah. gallon? Yeah. For what? Where, where's the money from the casinos? I'll where's tell it? you what to do, because they fucking picked our... They, back in the 90s, they picked the fucking transportation fund and pilfered the fuck out of it. Yep. And now we have to pay it back. And uh, Those also, motherfuckers. Like, yeah, everyone else is like, you know, because everyone else pays about what it is now for gas, but yeah, we right. didn't. That was one, like, yeah, it was one thing kind of okay, because it comes right in here on the ports, like... But now, yeah, what, what the fuck? Yeah, what, what about all the tolls? What about what? What do they need? What do they need? This fucking. Imagine how much. Oh, the tolls. They're making off of twenty cents off everybody that gets a gallon of gas every fucking day. Like, well, how many yeah. people get gas a day? Well, the tolls on the Garden on the Garden State Parkway they don't go to the state. That goes to the uh, that that's a privately owned road. 
What? Who owns yeah. it? The Vanderbilts? No, the, the it's the Garden State Parkway. The company. It's its own the company. State what? Parkway. It's its what? own business. Entity. Is it like the Duponts? Is this what we got to yeah. talk to uh, Peter Mayett? Yeah. Fuck. So who owns the Turnpike? That's state. You're okay. paying the state for that. Yeah. So what do the Jews own? Besides <laughs> Lakewood. Everything. <laughs> what so, were you saying about the gas tax that they pilfered something? What, what yeah. were you talking about? Well, that was about? from, what, what fund was that? The uh, transportation hedge fund here. Hedgehogs. I love Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, basically. I do. It's great. It was just a, a fund put aside to fix the roads. Fix the roads. Maintain oh, the okay. trains. Maintain the, the public buses. Have they done that? No, not very well. Have, <laughs> I mean, have you read? Have you rode the trains lately? Yes, the I MJ rode one Transit? in Philly a few fucking oh. Uh, last week, yeah. and I had to sit there for like forty minutes because the the transmission was down or something. I don't uh, know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the New Jersey Transit. Yeah, so one, they yeah. pilfered that fund. So and it's it's it went bankrupt completely. So now they propose that this this fucking tax and this fat fuck he yeah. doesn't give a shit because he's out in like what a couple weeks yeah. or months. I don't know. Is he, is he out next week? Is is he? I know he's at the end of his fucking run. Mm-hmm. Is he done next week? Like when the election happens? I, I'm not even sure. Do they all Hopefully like the next cut. Do- the next douche that comes in could just redo this. Uh, is there an election it. for? Well, there. Yeah, I heard, for what is he governor? Yeah, I heard election. they're bringing it up again. They're they're bringing they're going to revisit the issue or something. You got it vote. needs to. Somebody yeah. needs oh, to just right. be like, I, I can see a five cent raise, seven cents, but fucking twenty, twenty three. Yeah, to cents go from forty ninth in the though? in the country to yeah, to the sixth. Six. That's six. that's a that's big that's fucking jump. That's colossal. Forty something numbers up there. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just because okay. they couldn't manage it properly. Yeah. Yep. And their governor, Christy Whitman. What a piece of shit he is. Yeah. Oh, and Chris Christie as well. And Corzine. Oh, I thought you were calling him Chris Christie Whitman. I oh. thought that's what you said. Oh, they might as well as just fuse together. She was the worst. My ugly... neighbor was a cop. My neighbor's dad was a cop. Uh, yeah, my neighbor. So, yeah, he was a cop too. And uh, she did away with knife proof vests for prison he was what? a prison guard yeah, yeah she wouldn't even let them get knife proof gas yeah. get vests just for the the money i guess they say yeah money, yeah to save the money oh wow yeah she ridiculous. was a real piece of shit yeah she is she definitely was that's shitty yeah they're all shitty but yeah that was really shitty like they all might as well as just combine into one nasty cronenberg <laughs> yeah. like, that's the governor. next guy that's the next guy fuck <laughs> <clears throat> what else i did see a video that like says Trump is going to win by a landslide. Uh, not all, you know, first of all, what they're telling you on uh, regular shit is she's ahead of, a, like, 2% or something, yeah. which which isn't really that much of a lead, but uh, this guy was like, you watch me, you know, you may laugh at me right now, but he's showing you the map, and he's clicking all the states that are red right now, and it's about even, but he's like, first of all, don't underestimate the shy Trump fans, which is about yeah. 6% of yep. voters, so that's going to give him the lead right there, and he's like, and I am I'm telling you, it's going to come... Even New York is going to be a well, swing state. It, New York it, isn't even, like, fully even, behind her. That's the first time ever New York is well, not... You, well, it you even happened said, in the Brexit vote when over in Britain when they voted to leave the European Union. This guy was uh, referencing, I think, Taft. Like, this happened yeah, to Taft. Like, it, he was... Uh, no, he was going to... They were saying he's going to lose, he's going to lose. And it he happened won by to, a landslide. It happened to Reagan, too. Reagan was, like, really down. Really? Against Dukakis? Yeah. No, against... Or, I think against uh, Carter, time, yeah. Oh, against Carter. Against That's the first time. Yes. Yeah, I didn't think he was going to win. Dukakis, he destroyed. Yeah. I remember that one. I was in like second grade, I think, for that Dukakis. one. But yeah, that's right against Carter. 
And so I thought it was a piece Slimbo, of you said you thought that Trump has been up the entire time in the media. I think so, too. Dude, alone, not only like you said, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but in the rallies, like you said, there's been so many more people yeah. present. But if you go to YouTube, just his subscribers yeah. are way higher than yeah. her. Yeah. Like, Nobody likes her. Oh, what were you telling me the other day, too, about the, the Facebook speeches or something? Oh, yeah. Oh, I meant to yeah. look at that. If I you look at the happened. Facebook stuff, you'll see for Trump, like, a bunch of, like, thumbs up and, oh. like, happy faces. And for Hillary, you see, like, floods of angry. <laughs> I just stuff. saw he had posted a video, I guess, responding to the uh, the FBI. What? And I didn't even really look into that. What is going on with that kid toucher creep? Anthony Weiner? Was that his name? Yeah, uh, yeah. The one that was, like, sexting or having yeah, sex? Like, well, what, a 14-year-old? Some of, some of his, like... Some of his, uh, his, I guess, emails were linked with hers. Linked so. with hers. And they're also saying, now they're saying this is so on, the FBI is not supposed to come out with us. Blah, blah, blah. But I mean, shit, who cares? Like, yeah. if she's to link with him, like, because they said when they, they seized his phones and his computers and shit, they found shit linked to her. She was, she might have been in cahoots with him on, on some yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, and so, yeah, now they, they're investigating it. And they're saying it's so on whatever. Like, they're not supposed to come out and, like, do this publicly and shit. And but. then there's rumors that she was funding ISIS and whatnot. Not only that, but if you, I've heard the speech of her saying that her and Bill, when they left the White House, were not only bankrupt, they were in debt. And they yeah. set up funds. They started taking money. Some of it was from terrorists. Yeah. They they cashed all these checks. Now they have all this fucking money. She just transferred like a million something dollars yeah. to an Arab com- wow. country's bank. Yeah, like, Qatar. Yeah, yes. Cutter. Cutter. Turd cutter. Fucking, yeah, these people are so fucking fil- shitty. Like, Trump is a scumbag, but I mean, that's way shitty. Yeah, same, with letting, still, same with allowing those other, the four soldiers to die. Like, that's, yeah, that's yeah. shitty too. I, I've been telling everybody what uh, Peter May had said, where it's just um that like Trump is the right ideal, but the wrong guy. And yes, I think that's like it, really what it, it comes really down is. To, yeah. yeah, we need the slambo, but we do need slambo. Yes, but we're not, I don't know. I think we are getting that lucky. I did that poll. Well, you know, the polls are cooked. Well, really you won a- in our poll. I'm really ahead. I'm, that proves that... Oh, you that, were. You were, the, you were the winner. That proves I'm ahead. They're cooking the polls. They're yes. rigging the election. Do you, Are you even ready to to, uh, to rule the world? Like, are the slam bots he, of course operational? Oh, we don't need anything? them right now. They'll be, they'll be funded. Oh, that's later yeah, on. That's like, later. So, like, are you going to have, like, the first year of your pregnancy? Uh, I can't talk. Pregnancy. 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 <laughs> you so can't the, have a butt baby, The bro. first year you're yeah. in office, is that going to be, like, you're going to be, like, a good guy, like, a great ruler? And I hope not. Oh, I don't yeah. want any prosperity from Slambo. <laughs> I want all fucking like I want you to just like spray gas into the air. You don't even know fogs of gas. You don't even know what it's gonna do. Must, it might make you like stronger with shit. It might have some terrible side like effects. Like Cronenberg. Must yeah. Cronenberg. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, That's it. That's his, Cronenberg. his gonna, army. The Cronenberg army. I'm gonna fund Cronenberg Lives Matter. Cronenberg <laughs> <laughs> Lives Matter. What is, what is Cronenberg Lives Matter? Can you like explain what the group stands for yeah. what do they do they always... i love that you've eaten all your candies <laughs> and keep going please anyway they always use like cronenbergs and movies as like the monsters and they end up killing them in real life okay you know on the on the movie i don't want to kill them so we don't want to yeah, kill no, cronenbergs we we you know we want them. we want them to thrive we need so their you're, votes you're tired of death of cronenbergs and movies that's exactly. pretty much what cronenberg lives matter yeah i got i got a big percentage of the cronenberg i really feel like they've written you off and so have the blacks but yeah let's hope not let's hope you got their support because you really need to pull them i do to, yeah, to win this but i think mm. we can do it yeah 
Yeah, I don't know. This guy was a scumbag. This was like a while ago. This is a wasn't it Opie and Anthony ago, who had Opie and Anthony? Out, like, I had heard about it. Yeah, well, the, the weren't they the ones who sent like who his uh, his picture of his uh, dick or something? That they did something. Or I don't there was know. a text or something that they sent. <laughs> they, I don't. I know they were like really involved. He was in like sending his dick out. I think like in the picture, and they, 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 I think they fucking broke the story first or something. There was something like. He's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. It. He was a dude that would like he would like crack down on like shut prostitution den down. Would be a real dick to people on Wall Street. Yeah. And then he was doing this fucked up shit, more fucked up than the shit he was like fighting. Oh, uh, go real he, quick he's too. He's involved with Schumer. What oh, yeah. is he? <laughs> it says after Schumer decides to run for Senate, Wiener, Wiener runs. Oh no, he's just trying to oh, compete. But that's what I did want to say. Schumer. I want to see that new Schumer ad. Chuck Schumer is the best. The best fucking Chuck Schumer ad ever. I found. Uh, is it higher or lower? Is it, there it is. Uh, is that it? Wait. I think that's the one we watched. No, right? no, it's up more. <laughs> um, that, nah, 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 nah. Up, 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 That one, that one, that Seen one. It Seen it all. Oh. Um, yes. If, if you doubted Schumer from last week, <laughs> let's, let's just watch this right now. All right. Because everything, we owe him everything. We do. He saved us over and over again. We didn't even know it. September 11th. The worst terrorist attack on U.S. soil. Historic flooding after double-barreled hurricanes. A winter storm that buried western New York what? under seven feet of snow. How do we deal with and that? And a dangerous superstorm like we've never seen before. Superstorm Sandy. Every I had to wait an hour Chuck in line Schumer for coffee. Sucked. I know. Oh, wait, Chuck Schumer helped. Securing help. an unprecedented aid package to help us recover and rebuild after 9-11. And continuing to help first responders to this day. Delivering massive federal aid to upstate New York after the one-two punch of Hurricanes Irene and Lee. Whoa. Working with the White House to back disaster back funding in the with wake the of a record one, snowstorm. Two. Taking the lead and pressing reluctant lawmakers to pass a $60 billion relief bill after Superstorm Sandy. Yeah. When disaster hits New York, we know who has our back. Chuck How can you vote against <laughs> this guy? Count on when we need help oh, the most. He's Jesus. Sam, he's a motherfucking superhero. That's what yes. I was gonna say too. He's a he's a superhero. He really is a good guy though. Uh, I saw like remember those first responders like they said in there they, they, when they all started getting cancer and shit. And I remember the city didn't want to pay for their treatments and shit. He did fight for that. Like he that's did. pretty awesome. He got them like treatments and shit. He is a good guy. I mean, this dude's got rock and roll. Dude, he saved us. Yogurt and he right? saved the world. Rock and roll <laughs> yogurt and what else? They did one other thing. Right, tailgates is all f football and shit. Buffalo Bills and shit. He also, let's see what happened. What There's happened? There's an ad called Chuck Schumer. What happened? No. So what happened to Justin? How does someone Justin. as talented as my son wind up overdosing what happened on to Justin? heroin? <gasps> there are so many families. Is it Chuck Schumer's son? Asking oh no, it's a different dude. This is Jeffrey Vaughn. Whether it's heroin or opiate painkillers, it's horrible. Senator Schumer pushed the FDA. He pushed to the, the shit on him. He sold him the shit. Distribution. Oh wait, no, he he's shutting it down. For more treatment, I know Chuck Schumer's trying to save lives. Oh. I'm Chuck Schumer, and I approve this message. <laughs> I'm trying to help the junkies. All right, all right. We got you. Chuck Schumer's curing everything. He's Chuck Schumer. He's the fucking answer for everything. Junkies get me all the votes. Chuck what are you Schumer breaking into now, Slambo? Say, the... oh, yeah, it's Reese's. literally just a pile, like a mountain of wrappers in front of him. Let's get a picture. Let <laughs> everyone know the water wasn't his. Nothing healthy was partaken by oh, yeah. When are you going to, were, were you planning on dieting? What? <laughs> well, it's Halloween, so. It is. It is the season. Yeah. It's 
the season. <laughs> Tis the season. Tis the season for diabetes. For <laughs> diarrhea. And diarrhea. Mm-hmm. Let's take a sweet, sweet screenshot. A little bit of everything, too. I like that you're not... You, when it comes to candy, Oh, yeah, he doesn't so, discriminate. No. Oh, no, I didn't eat this thing. Oh, <laughs> the, earth, the earth pop? You yeah. want, you want to eat the like, earth pop? Why? But it why will, wouldn't you? It's part candy. It's candy. Uh, you know what, I read that other that story you posted with the guy that got a Kit Kat bar stolen out of his oh, car. yeah. <laughs> that was silly. Did you read that? Yeah, it was just basically... He was, like, it was unlocked. I guess he checked the lock. Yeah. saw the Kit Kat. And he's like, I love Kit Kats. Yeah, so the guy just like opened the door, took the Kit Kat, and then left the note, and he was like, I'm so sorry. I was just really hungry. I didn't take <laughs> anything else. I just took your Kit Kat bar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was uh, probably right, the guys. Lamborghini who did it. One one peanut butter cup away There's from diabetes. Oh, it's an ad. Number one. Of course, there's always an ad first. Switch. I can't just have a, a fucking something play that makes sense. It goes with the fucking shit we're talking about. I, I got to hear some fucking ad. So what are you saying, Samba? You're finishing off your candy? Um, one, one peanut butter cup away from diabetes. I got your jam right here. Your fucking song is about to play. Okay. Sweet chop with my sweetheart Sandy. Got my penny safe, so I'm a sugar daddy. I'm a Hugh Crowan, she my dentist for candy. I want candy. Penny Put it in a pop. Split it with my bitty 50 50 down the line. Kind of like close encounters of the cavity kind. I'm talking licorice, kisses, talking chocolate dots. We're gonna eat all the candy before break. I got a sugar tooth. Alright, I just dumped out all this shit. Oh, and that Slim's got shit. I want candy. Can't stop eating candy on account of. <laughs> I need candy. Bubblegum and taffy. Get my way, punk. You're gonna get your ass beat nasty. Do it to your daddy's. Embarrass your whole family. Just cause you came between a kid and his candy. I need candy. candy. Any kind of do. No cavity nutrition. So FDA approved. It's gonna make, make me spaz like bobcats on booze. I hyperactive juice only I can, I can produce. produce. If you the giant drill, going straight into hell. Releasing ancient demons from their sleep forever. So they can <laughs> yes, that is what is happening right now. <laughs> That, what was he called when he's, was this, uh, what rapper was he? Because he got, uh, uh, I was going to ask who is that? Oh, that was MC Chris. MC, that's the rapper. Oh, MC Chris, okay. He was great, but in, in, he always played something on, uh, Aqua Teen that was reincarnated. That's how he was a spider in a diaper. Yeah, MC Pants. Trying to, oh, was it MP Pants? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember which one, because he was, uh, also, um, what was he as a vampire? Oh, yeah, that was still uh, MP, MP Little Brittle, that was Little yeah, Brittle. Little Brittle, yeah. And they, they, there was one before that, too. There was one as a cow. who yeah. was, uh, I forget that one, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, he always... And they always he always died, and they came back as something else. And, yeah, this is the time he was, uh... I think he was, like, a worm. MCP pants. An old man in a yes, nursing home. Yes, he was a worm at one point. Yeah, the old man, but that was a vampire. The old yeah. man in the nursing home was really a vampire. Yeah, yeah. And he's always got great songs. Oh, yeah. I did like on, uh... I liked him on... See lab better. What was he? Hash. He was Hash, the yeah. character, and then uh, he also had. Uh, they also played Fets Vet on that, and uh, <laughs> the birthday Vet. rap is great too. Go rub out at your birthday. <laughs> uh, why are you stopping on that candy, bro? Oh, man. I'm already feeling sick, and I had like two or three pieces. I'm already had enough. Yeah, I've had enough. <laughs> no, you have not. No, you haven't. There's still there There's was still, a pile uh, 13 of open rappers. And now then, everything's in a wrapper. In a wrapper. Yeah, that's what the Slambo has done. That is amazing. And, uh, yeah. He doesn't eat enough because there's still candy on the table. Yeah. Uh, are you starting to shake a little bit? Yeah. I man, see I it. Need some, uh, I need some. Uh, it's hot in here too. Oh, yeah, it is. It is yeah. Fuck. 
Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like you were saying, like last week it was fucking freezing, Cracking and then now it's now yeah. it's hot as fuck. Yeah, and tomorrow's gonna be even even be hotter. That's oh. great. Still using the air conditioners in October. The November. October, in November. November, yeah, in fucking November, I'm using air conditioners again. I, I'm assuming we're gonna have another uh, hot Christmas. It's gonna be a superstorm, Sandy coming. Really? Yeah, that's what this weather does. Uh, I think they bring Sharknados and shit. Oh, all that man. Yes. Sharknados are freaking the worst, great, man. Uh, <laughs> what, what did you do in the last Sharknado? Did you fight it? Like, I don't remember. Well, I, you... I, you know, I pulled I thought you, my, like, uh... felt like the shark ate you, but then you chainsawed it from the inside. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah. I fought them off with a chainsaw, but then a Megalodon came and oh, cool. me, and I chainsawed my way out of the Megalodon. Out of the Megalodon, exactly. Cool. Good for it's you. Pretty awesome, hardcore. Man. That's good. Was it like traumatizing? Nah, no. It's just nah. Another, another day, day at work. Another day at work. Uh, another day is slambo. What, what did, have you ever dealt with anything worse than the Sharknado? Or was the Sharknado like the worst of the, yeah, uh, the disasters that vampires? You, the Sharknado was the greatest calamity. Ever the greatest oh. calamity. <laughs> what about when you helped uh, Abe Lincoln smuggle that fucking what was that moonshine? Oh yeah, it was um, and slay vampires. It was white lightning. Oh. oh, and you were slaying vampires with Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, man, with wooden stakes. Yeah. What about this Holy guy? Water. What about this guy? Did you have something to do with this guy? Oh, I played bass for this. Oh, you did? You did? Yeah. This is good. Did you go on, like, a big tour? Oh, yeah. But then I said... I Why said, don't you sing along with this guy? Right? Yeah. Why don't you sing along? <laughs> I don't remember all the words. Just, just go Oh, man. you will once it starts. <laughs> oh, the world rolled him. How, dude? This guy has a ridiculous amount of views. Like it is so frustrating. <laughs> it's like, how many videos does he have where it's just this? Like, does he even have any videos where he's doing something different? No. <laughs> this is what you need to do now. We're gonna yes. make the Slamborghini channel. We're trying with the Slambo things. Yeah. There'll be one of those every week. Oh, he just looked at the camera. That was a nice move. He just looked at him. It is ridiculous. Yeah, he's blowing up, man. It's so, it's so stupid, too. Like, what a waste of time. Go to his YouTube channel. 167,000 subscribers. Holy Subscribers. Shit. Oh, and he's only got, like... He's got 10 videos. And they're all this. They're all over a million, right? Or no, uh, 100,000. I'm sorry, but that's still huge. One yeah, is at 700,000. Two, one's at 800,000. Two of them are. Holy one is over shit. a million, yeah? Right? Yeah, 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 that's... Uh, two. That's two over a million. Yep, two over a million. Holy shit, man. Is, oh, that is him just talking, I guess, saying how he's got 100,000 subscribers. Holy Holy beans. beans. Holy beans. Let me hear him. Is he going to sing, him. though? Hey YouTube, it's uh, hey. just your favorite thick boy John Sudano. No, I love this fucker. Um, this is not a vocal cover. Why? Oh. It is in fact a video. You tricked us. To announce, I am over a hundred thousand oh, subscribers. It's a bragging video. Yeah. 
So, Look how fat uh, I am. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Fuck you, um, you talentless prick. You can't even sing. If you could sing, that'd be something. Think. He's got to be getting hate, too, right? Like, there's got to be people so. just calling him up. Nice look, usually those videos have a lot more dislikes than likes. Man, that he, thing only has 62 likes and thousands of fucking... 16,000 likes. Dude, people are loving this fat fuck. You could straight up land a fucking helicopter on that chin. Yeah. Man. Yeah, no, I think there's a lot more love for this guy than hate. Oh. Pootie Pie about to get dethroned. People are loving this. But he might be. Love. You can regulate your comments too. So yeah. he could be deleting all the negative could comments. Be. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna go through. I all see these a guys. couple yeah, of Peppy the Frog. Uh, yeah, I'm Peppy sure. Trumps. Yeah, Peppy Trumps. That's just somebody's <laughs> I- icon, though. Yeah. That's somebody's. I love Peppy Trump. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, this just blows my mind. It's just so frustrating. Like you struck gold with something that's mm. so stupid. Oh, yeah. It's so dumb. It's not even like you're not you're not talented, you're not doing anything groundbreaking. Like I said, Jeremy had found ones that are good, but it actually takes the song's audio know, and like the lyr- the real lyrics know, and man. puts it to different music. And those are. I would alike. argue that that double chin is that's in not itself, a, it's more than a double, <laughs> motherfucker. That, that, that triple, <laughs> that, that, that triple chin, quadruple. Is that's a quad. Twi- I was gonna say that is a ground chin. breaking quadruple chin right yeah. there. It's just, Do you think now that he's got all these views and he's bringing in? But some look at how shitty his eye. life is. Obviously, this is probably the best he's ever. Well, like he's probably bringing in some money. From the uh, the cash, so you think he's gonna get himself in shape? He's gonna start eating. Oh yeah, he's gonna get stapled and shit. <laughs> take a thousand men just to re- to remove one layer of fat <laughs> on that chin, man. We need him on our show, please. We do. John Sedano, whatever your name is, call us. Call us now. Somebody. Because we're going to break. We're going to break. <laughs> so call us now, and yeah, you can listen to our break music. Somebody once told me the world is going to run. Here, I'll, I'll play a song, and you say, God. I'll play, um, other <laughs> went, uh, World Star, All Star. Play All Star. Let's see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Ah, uh, oh, whatever, I'll just. I got a cat on me. Hey, this is Spencer Scott Holmes and Ryan Dunnigan telling you to come listen to our show, Old Man Orange Podcast. Yay! A show full of freedom. Say, assistant, do you think I tell you something? You know, I mean, I, me and you're good friends, you know. I've probably been a little bit of a bully this whole time, you know. Santa Claus. Not, not in a mean way, you know, but you know, I'm not gonna lie. You're a little easy to peer pressure into doing things you don't want to do. <laughs> We also talk about video games. If we made a Dr. Mario movie, you could at least make it like a Mario Brothers medical drama. Luigi doesn't know. He's like, well, he's wondering why Daisy isn't talking to him anymore. Luigi, you're out every night. You're driving that ambulance all day long. There's no time for love. (laughs) He's like, why can't you be more like your brother? He actually has a PhD. That ambulance, oh, it's always comes back to Mario, doesn't it? Why why don't you go fuck Mario if that's the one you want? (laughs) It's just very... I hate to break it to you, but that's what I am doing. We talk funny life stories. It was like, I go to the Heart Rock, which is a little, like, Christian uh, restaurant. They don't put that on the fucking outside, though. They really should. You don't realize that until you're inside. Like, okay. you look left, and you look right, and you're like... Fox News is on the... And then, yeah, and then you look at the cross, you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck! And I'm already in out. here, I'm already in here, what do I do? Yeah. No. Fucking jump through the window, like, there's a perfectly good door there. I panicked. I'm sorry, it's just gonna happen. We also talk movies. Could, Mickey Rourke could have been right there, too. Spinbills 3, 
What's going on? a shitty fucking tattoo. He put a big dick on my back. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. It's just like a big fucking veiny cock blowing a load in the back of his head. <laughs> Come on by to oldmanorange.com where we got not only podcasts, but cartoons, videos, and more. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Potomatic, Zune, and even YouTube. And laugh and learn with Spencer Scott Holmes and Ryan Dunnigan on Old Man Orange Podcast. <laughs> Okay, kids, now just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Alright, Dave is uh, on the line. So. Are we back? Yes, we are. We Rob are Slim Show, we are back with Dave the Black Guy. Hello. What's going on, Dave? Oh, not much, not much. Just sitting here being black. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, has it always been that way? Yep, yep, far back as I can remember. <laughs> You're a comedian, Dave, from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yes, yes, I am. I love a very good one, but I'm I'm a comedian. I watched you, dude. You're funny. Well, you're you're in the minority. What really, really? No. dude? You're hilarious, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, I I'm, I've, I haven't found my audience yet. I, I've been looking. I've been putting there faces on milk cartons but i just can't <laughs> find them anywhere wow i'm just shocked the bro. set we have watched uh, earlier i watched I, a bunch last night yeah i watched your newest one where you're doing like halloween jokes and stuff and i thought it was hilarious man yeah. and the crowd seemed to love it yeah i think you're bullshitting us i, I know think he's pulling her leg yeah. <laughs> self-deprecating yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I, I suppose so. You know, I, I am great, but I, I, you know, I don't like to show it. Um, <laughs> That's cool. You're humble, man. <laughs> what? Um, how long have you been doing it for? Um, I've been doing it. Uh, let's see, semi-professionally for about two years. Um, but I've always been, you know, stupid and um, decided to use that ignorance as a way to uh, communicate with my fellow man. That's the best way. I, yeah. I love I loved, uh, your blog, too. I was reading, uh, what is that, on um, Arsenic Lullaby. You have so many cool ones up there. You have uh, A Christmas Message. You have Snowmageddon. You have some really cool blogs up there, man. Yeah, I, you know, I, I call myself a street philosopher. I like to uh, get out on the street and uh, basically scream my rants and rage to anybody unlucky enough to be in your shot <laughs> nice <laughs> have you performed with a lot of uh, other comedians uh yeah i do um but uh here in milwaukee the scene is really a uh, youth oriented um i have a lot of uh younger comedians who uh cater to a much younger audience and me being the old fogey, uh, they don't get a lot of my references. I, you know, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I consider myself hip enough with it. I I know the the fifty wop and the uh, the fetty sense and. The, uh, <laughs> I was gonna ask if so, like doing that forces you to, to like, all right, I gotta figure out what's hip now, or like, I gotta yeah, to I gotta more. find out what a hashtag is. <laughs> like, that's how I was when I got on Twitter. I'm like, I don't know any of this shit, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's hard, you know. They're, they're they're sitting in the audience, you know, and they're so full of life, and you know, so their future is so bright. They get that know, beaten out of them. them. You got to beat that yeah. life out of them, bro. 
I'm trying to tell them, you know, that life is going to kick you in the nuts and then spit on your neck. Repeatedly. <laughs> Repeatedly, dude. Spit on your neck. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because, you know, when when you're, you know, in your, your teens, you're immortal, you know, you're, you're, you you yep. can't die. When you, when you hit your 20s, then, you know, you're, you're, you're thinking you can conquer the world. You know, nothing can stop you. In your 30s, uh, you're starting to, to settle down a little bit and you're saying to yourself, you know, hey, um, you know, maybe I should think about the future. Mm-hmm. Once you get into your 40s and your 50s, um, you're, you, you find out that the world hates you and it will do anything to destroy you. Um, <laughs> from 60s, uh, you know, up to your 70s and 80s, you're just waiting for death. You're That's, just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Every day's a blessing, is it? Or I, I don't know, is it? It just seems so miserable. <laughs> every, every day is a curse. You know, I wake up every day regretting something. And, um, I, you know, I, I try to tell people that, you know, life can always get worse. <laughs> it will. <laughs> I, I like that. Because I, I asked my aunt that once, my aunt uh, Diane, I said, does it ever get any better? And she said, no, it doesn't. And I said, thank you. Thank you for the honesty. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we we should be more honest in this country. I mean, uh, people, you know, they 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 believe politicians a lot, you know, and politicians all, you know, politics is built on a lie. I mean, mm-hmm. we hold politicians up to a higher standard and expect them to be, you know, different. But yeah, they're, they're just people like us, and yeah. you know, we we lie twenty four seven. I mean, you know. <laughs> Uh, I have kids, and all I do is lie to them. You know, <laughs> people get so argumentative too over the politics. Yeah. It's more than religion. Like people get so so fucking argumentative over. It, it's crazy. It's all politics is is professional wrestling. You have the the, <laughs> the heels and the faces, and you know, it's, it's just all made up and. I mm. I just don't get. It. I wish I wish they they would introduce more steel chairs. So I, I think that and a cage, like a sweet yeah. fence cage, yeah. that'd be cool. They used to like beat each other with canes, like back in the day, like in the yeah, man. really, yeah, in like, like the eighteen, roll. yeah, like what Andrew Jackson times. Oh, they had duels back then. Yeah. They just like shot each oh, other yeah. and shit. That was the yeah. real shit. Well, that's that's what we need. We need more duels. In the uh, in politics, today. <laughs> oh, are you? Do you like any of these pieces of garbage, or like uh, one better than the no, other? No, I I consider myself uh, a me Republican. Um, I only care about me. Yeah, you know, everybody else can go screw themselves. So <laughs> that's my political view. Well, that's good because that's how the politicians probably really think too. Right. So it's, you Trump, know, you think Trump cares? He made his money off of bankrupting families. Yeah, like, he doesn't give a gambling fuck. addiction, and she's just so corrupt. It's, and crooked. Uh, for Trump, it's probably just an ego thing. He's done everything. Yeah. He has everything. Yeah. He's like, what else can I do? I got to take over the world. Yep. Like, what? Yep. <laughs> yep. You, you got to admire the guy for that. You know, mm. he's like. Uh, you know, I made a billion dollars. What, what can I do now? Right. I'm, I'm going to rule the planet. You know, it's, <laughs> that's, that's ambitious. You know, yeah. you, you got to say to a guy like that, you know, good on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> me, me, myself, I, I, I try to stay out of politics because uh, people get so, uh, so 
self-righteous about it. You know, it's, <laughs> I'm right, you're wrong. And I just try to tell people, you know, it's just, it's not I'm right, you're wrong. It's just you're wrong. You know? <laughs> right. Everybody's wrong. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. True. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Did you do anything for Halloween, Dave? Uh, I I went out and I, I got disappointed. That's uh, what I usually do for Halloween. Uh, <laughs> I take my kids and and you know we beg for candy, and um, I'm usually disappointed uh, all the time. But Halloween I, I don't like because it comes right after my birthday, and um, it's it's very depressing. It's very depressing. <sighs> Yeah. I don't have any, we didn't have any trick-or-treaters, like, the whole day. Like, that's kind of depressing, too, to see people not out. I think we had, like, uh, I got home yeah. from work at, at, like, five or something, and from then on, we had four, and uh, I asked my dad if there were any before that. He said no. He said maybe, like, three or four. It's not like it used to be, man. Like, I'm I'm a little younger oh, than... We were than staying the... out till like, ten as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I was, too. Oh, yeah. Like I'm only uh, oh. me and uh, our intern here are only 28. Uh, yeah. But even when we were kids, man, we were always out to 10 o'clock at night. You were hitting every house, and now it's a like, couple times. A couple times, yeah. And now it's like uh, you go to a parking lot and you trick or treat oh, out, of out of a truck. Car. Do you have <laughs> that out there, Dave? They have truck or treat out here. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, I I grew up in the hood, so you know, trick or treating was a little different. You know, you. Everybody, everybody came as a ghost, and uh, you know, with the pillowcase, and they weren't even white pillowcases. You know, they were like Mickey Mouse stripes, and, uh, other stuff on the pillowcase. <laughs> or, or if you were really, you know, if you're really poor, you you just get some lipstick and just right all over your face, and and that that was your costume. That was, that was it. <laughs> we should have did that to our intern. Oh, we did that. <laughs> no, we did that to Slim. Oh yeah! He put, oh, right. he put makeup on, on yeah. once. That was that was great. I sung I sung "It's Raining Men" in my underwear <laughs> with uh, lipstick on and an umbrella. <laughs> that was great. Would he last long in the hood, Dave? Dressed like yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, like you said too with Halloween. That's my my birthday's around Christmas and. It's just like yeah, yeah. That's that's always sad when when your when your birthday is around a major holiday. You know, it's it's sad. It's like you know when the first time you have sex with a woman. You know, it's it's disappointing. They they look at you and go, oh. that's, that's <laughs> what pretty <happened>? much. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have kids, Dave? Yep, I do. I do. I have. Uh, two kids that uh, I'm required by law to love, but um, <laughs> they drive you crazy, you. right? These oh, people yeah. are just savages sometimes. I got three sons; <laughs> they're fucked up. But mine are little. Are yours older yep. or younger? Uh, they're they're younger than me, but um, they're that's good. They're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they should. They're, they're entering the, the preteen years, <sighs> which means basically, you know, I. I, I want to kill him. That's um, gonna, yeah, I'm dreading that, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, suddenly I've become so stupid in my house um, that, you know, I suddenly I don't know what I'm talking. When I when they were younger, you know, I was Superman, I, I was Einstein, I knew everything, but now, you know, somehow I've become an idiot. Mm. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. They're always right. They're always right. They all got oh, yeah. it all figured out. I was there. Everybody does it. Like, yeah. <laughs> then when I had kids, I was like, oh, yeah, now my, I realized my parents were fucking right about almost everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I know why mommy drank so much. I, I figured it out. <laughs> it's the circle of life. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, are you trying to beat that life out of them? Are you trying to, like... Or are they, they're all optimistic, right? They all—they got the world figured out. They got it at the heels. They're gonna do it all. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Remember, my yeah, dad tried funny. to fist fight me a lot when I turned, like when I was getting around eighteen. Yeah, he wanted because he got kicked out of his house. That was his eighteenth birthday gift. He got kicked out of the house. <laughs> had to go in the army because his dad was like crazy alcoholic. Blah blah blah. Um. So yeah, I guess he had it in his head that when I was eighteen, it was like whatever so he was always trying to fist fight me and shit and it was yeah. bad bro <laughs> yeah I, I i just told my kids you know when they turn 18 you know the house becomes thunderdome um we're just gonna battle it out and you know last man standing <laughs> nice <laughs> welcome to thunderdome <laughs> yeah <laughs> Dave, I was going to ask, I saw on your website, you have a fan mail section. Has anyone ever sent you a negative, like a hate mail? Um, I had I had one person tell me um, that I'll be an open mic comic forever. And, I, you know, I, it, it really it really picked my spirits up. Wow. I, I said, wow, I'm going to be a comic forever. I mean. Oh, man. Sure. <laughs> We had a guy on our show, uh, he actually called in the one time, and then the guest we had on was very, very upset with us. He did not like us, and uh, he called that dude. Or no, Dave was here. It was Dave. I was thinking he called oh, Anthony okay. that, but he called uh, Dave an open micer. Like, it was a... Oh, like it was right. That was a... Okay, yeah. Yeah, this guy, he was... Not, he, Ryan Ritz, he didn't like us. Ryan, <laughs> Corey Aim, or I don't know. Corey Aim. Corey Aim. Yeah, I think it was Corey Aim. Mm. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's... He I don't. I don't mind negative feedback. I, I actually crave it. I, you know, I first started um, doing uh, stand up actually when I was in third grade. I was in third grade and it was a talent show, and I was doing stand up, and I was horrible. You know, I was bad. What, what did I know? I was in third grade, but I got heckled by another adult, and an adult somebody's parent uh, in the audience actually heckled some kid that was in third grade. And wow. ever since then, I it, it's just I I've been scabbed over, you know. It just rolls right off me. I mean, once you get heckled in third grade, yeah, yeah, know, exactly. Nothing... <laughs> at that point, you're kind of yeah. looking up to adults. So, and an adult like it's what what was the heckling? Do you remember it? Um, I, I remember him saying once. Uh, I told a joke. He said, "You're not funny." And, <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> man, what an asshole! Do, do you remember like being a kid? Like how long de- uh, you were depressed after you that? Crushed her? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Fuck. yeah. I, I was I was pretty upset, but you know, then I you know I, I drowned my sorrows in sugar, and after that, you know, I was I was okay. I, well, it did teach you. It taught you how to get funny. Like, it, that's what, like, it, it was a shitty situation. But, like, back then, you know, like, you, you learned. You, you got better or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's, now with kids, they're just, everything's right. They could they could ask to, to, to <laughs> yeah. write a two and they could just draw a circle. And, uh, oh, you got an A+, because you just tried. Yeah. Like, you got to learn what you're good, what you're bad at. 
Yeah, like if that happened well, today, that parent that heckled you would be banned from going into oh, that school. Oh, there'd be some fucking that, crazy The student shit. would be suspended. It would just be yeah. ridiculous. There'd, there'd be cops tasing yeah, everybody. Tasing <laughs> everybody. Just tasing people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I, that, we coddle our kids too much today. That's why I, I like to cripple my kids with, you know, verbal and mental abuse so that they can grow up to be as strong as I am. That is, that's your God-given right as a parent. Exactly. (laughs) Dave, I saw you love uh, 80s sitcoms and you love the theme songs. I didn't know if you could sing. Sing us one. Oh, yeah. That is my, one of my uh, few talents is that uh, as a kid, you know, television raised me uh, and 80s sitcoms were the best. Mm. I, I miss theme songs. So um, if if you name any 80s sitcom that actually had lyrics uh, in the theme song, I probably know it and I can probably sing it. How about Mr. Belvedere? Oh, okay. Uh, Mr. Belvedere, that's great. Um, streaks on the china, never mattered before. Who cares? And when you drop kick the jacket as it came through the door, no one glared, but sometimes things get turned around and no one's there. According to our new arrival, life is more than mere survival, and it seems we just might live the good life yet. Trying to um, watch that's amazing. I love that. That's one of my favorite theme songs ever. I love Mr. Belvedere. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. What did you guys have? Yeah, these guys, what did you guys grow up in the 90s? Yeah, yeah the 90s. So you did have like Fresh Prince. Yeah, Fresh Prince. Full House. Full House, yeah. yeah. Oh, but you didn't have the good 80s. You didn't have like Different Strokes or Mr. Belvedere or like. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was Cosby reruns. Yeah, Cosby, Cosby, Cosby reruns. show was cool, but you did. You watched the reruns. <laughs> You know what's sad about the whole Cosby situation is that we'll never have Fat Albert ever again. And yeah. That's yes. the saddest part about the Cosby situation. I mean, we, we're, we're not going to have Fat Albert uh, because now we found out, you know, that Fat Albert was, you know, you know, drugging women. Yeah. <laughs> so has hey, that come hey, out to be hey, true then? Because I haven't. I'm going to get in this girl's pants today. <laughs> oh, but KB. Who's <laughs> <laughs> so that mush mouth, I think? Oh, yeah. KB Sabbath album. This is Kool Aid, KB Swabity. You just lay down, mush mouth. I'll take care of you. <laughs> what was the shit they did between with the magic pen? Didn't he do some shit, Cosby? Like- oh, yeah. On, uh, it was uh, picture pages on uh, Captain Kangaroo. That's what it was, picture pages. Yes, I, I thought it was <laughs> picture pages, like, picture pages, pages. Time to play with picture pages. Time to play with crayons <laughs> and with pencils. That's awesome. Yes, I remember that other one he did too. The kids say the darndest things. I think he was the host of that. That was one. Yeah. yeah. That was the host. Yeah. They canceled that one after there was uh, one unaired episode where kids say the darndest things that 
the kid actually told him, hey, didn't you rape my mother? And that was pretty much the end. Of and then he said, can I have another Rufi Colada? I remember that kid that yeah. asked for that. And they were like, oh, yeah, we got to get the show off the air. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I didn't keep up on that. Like, what happened? Was he, like, Is convicted? He, or, yeah, was like, it the trial? Did that happen? Or No, they're, they're still uh, working it out. I mean, um he, the the accusers, you know, all lined up. The trial's going to start soon, and I mean, it it's it's unfortunate, you know. I mean, the guy, say what you will about you know how he lived his uh, personal life, you know, he was a monster. Mm. Uh, he was still funny. He was hilarious oh, yeah, as a was. comedian. Yeah. Oh my god, he had some of the the best shit, and he was clean. He was always yeah. clean. Like he was a good comedian. I bet yeah. Jared is just praying that he gets convicted so he looks a little better. Or he's got at least... Uh, I don't think he can make Jared look any better. <laughs> Especially... Yeah. Yeah. How are you a clean comic and then you rape women on the side? That's it, though. He had, to get the, he had to get the dark shit out on the side to be a good, clean comic. Yeah. Like he, That was his thing. Like He's like, all right, this will work if I can do this fucked up shit on the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was just playing a character on the What Brian like... Regan really does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> who were who are some of your favorite comedians though, like growing up, Dave? Was Cosby one of them? Uh not really. I didn't uh, I didn't really like Cosby. Um some of my favorite comedians were uh, Carlin. Um, um, I liked uh, Steve Martin. Um, I liked comedians that uh, really require you to think. Um, Cosby seemed a little bit too uh, too hokey for me. I liked uh, comedians that really challenged you mentally. Yeah. Um, yeah, Carlin was definitely. Oh, Carlin, those. Thinking Man's comedian. Yeah, I. I think comedy is best if it if it means something if it has an edge to it. Mm, yeah, I used to love uh, Mitch Hedberg. I'd be thinking for a second sometimes after he finished a joke, and then I would just yeah, start laughing because yeah. you really yeah. had to think Mitch on his. Hedberg, yeah. And he was such a stoner, but he he was so his comedy was so smart at the same time. Like, yep, yep. What about um, uh, Bill Bill Hicks? Ever seen? He, he never, oh yeah, oh, oh Bill yeah, Hicks, Bill yeah. Hicks. Yeah, comics like that. Those are the ones that um, I really try. I really try and, you know, I model myself after. Right. So you like to do that kind of comedy, that comedy that makes you think. Yeah. I mean, um, and, and that's that's part of part of the problem with, uh, you know, younger kids. They, they don't want to hear about that because, um, you know, they just want to, you know, um, get laid and, and, you know, laugh. And once you get, you know, to this age, you realize that, um, you know, you're not good at getting laid, so um, <laughs> you better think of, <laughs> think of something else. <laughs> oh, well, What was your favorite 80s sitcom, Dave? Um, I, I got to say probably Happy Days because it took place in Milwaukee. Oh. And, um, and uh, there, there weren't any black people in it. And I think that's what... <laughs> <laughs> made it happy um, back in the day. There were actually two episodes that had uh, uh, black people in it. One had Hank Aaron, and the other one didn't. And those are the 
<laughs> only <laughs> only time black people appear on happy days. <laughs> I actually have a, I have a, I have a bizarre question. It's probably a really stupid question. Yeah, it probably it is. probably is a really stupid question. But I'm curious because we've had a lot of comedians on, and uh, th- these were all white guys who had said that black crowds are the best. Black crowds, Bla- I, I've black heard crowds. that. Black, black, black crowds, crowds are, are, are the best. Is it the same being a black comedian, or do they only react that way to like white comedians? Um, it's. I find that black crowds are more, uh, I don't want to stereotype, but they're more ready to laugh. They're, okay. um, they're, they're more, uh, they want to, they want to engage with the comedian. They're, I mean, they, sometimes, you know, audiences will meet you halfway, um, you know, and you gotta, you gotta, you know, beckon them to follow you. But, uh, black audiences seem more like, you know, okay, I'm, I'm ready to laugh, you know, mm. I'm ready to have fun, um, let's go. Yeah. That's cool, yeah, because that's, that's the same thing I think that the other guys told us. Yeah, we had a guy, uh, John Peasy, who was a, a ventriloquist, and he has a, a black puppet that's kind of like... like a pimp, I think. It's like a stereotype, pretty much, but he yeah. says the black crowds uh-huh. love it, and he had thought at he was, first that he was he worried about it. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 I mean... Um, that's uh, that's it exactly, and I mean uh, sometimes you know if a black comic like myself, I get in front of a white crowd and they're like, should I be laughing at this? Uh, I I don't know. It's like uh, you're not gonna offend me. I'm the one telling the joke. You're, yeah, you want them to. They're probably waiting for a black guy to laugh before they laugh. That's <laughs> looking yeah, around. That's how I, I felt when I went to see Django. I'm like looking around, and there's a black people, black couple next to me. I'm like, okay, I'm not laughing until they do. <laughs> yeah, that movie was yeah. great, though. <laughs> oh, that's crazy, Dave. We have to wrap this up, dude. Thank you so much for talking to us. Um, tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, you you can find me um, online. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Um, that's that's where I usually uh, spend most of my wisdom because. Let's face it, you know, 140 characters um, is, is as funny as I get. I, uh, I go over that, and it's just filler. Um, <laughs> so just look for uh, Real Dave Black on Twitter. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much. All right. Had fun, guys. Thanks you, a lot. You too. Anytime, man. All right. Later. All right have a good one, Dave. See ya. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going on break. We will, we will be, be back. back with Dan Frigolette. All right. It's not just any day. It's Mr. Throwback Thursday. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Bill. And we are the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. Do you remember when the wheels were steel and the beats were real? We do. And we talk about it every Thursday. You can check out Woo News, One and Done, Record of the Week, and a whole lot more. That's Mr. Throwback Thursday, keeping it classic on iTunes, Stitcher, and at HighVoltageRadio.com. And always remember, new school stale, old school fresh. Oh my God! Yeah, what's All going right. on? Are we on? We're back yet? Yeah, we are on. Is Dan on? No, he's oh, not. He hasn't okay. called yet. All right. 
We'll be back. So well, since, we are back, but we'll be well, on yeah. with Dan Frigolette in a few minutes. Since our uh, Halloween special, I finally started watching the uh, Walking Dead because everybody's been talking about it. And I know we talked to a couple guys. Jules said the there, last episode so. sucked. She hated it. The really? Very, everybody loved the newest it. newest one. Really? Well, I think everybody hated that character That's... because apparently he killed, like, I wouldn't main characters. Oh. He killed a couple of main characters. Well, everybody, that's spoilers. You go on the internet <laughs> oh, and it's like, you can't avoid them the at this point. But Bleeding brutal. Critic didn't. He's well, a, yeah, Bleeding Critic gentleman. didn't. The most brutal fashion imaginable, too. Oh, it was amazing. Oh. I, I, well, I watched it because I, I wanted, that character intrigued me because I love tyrants. Like, you know, Slambo and I were always talking about uh, Genghis Khan and stuff, and that guy was fucking brutal. So it's like, I want to see this because it's What are you doing? Don't put a candy away. You can't save the anyway. Because the, the character that everybody... You can do it if you want. Just... character that everybody hates is this guy, Negan, and he's just a brutal motherfucker. Like, he's a fucking badass. And I, I, I thought he was great. But uh, people were mad at me because I was like, I like him. And they're like, oh, he's terrible. He's the worst character in the world. I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm not emotionally attached to any of the characters because I haven't watched Oh, so show. you just watched the new one? You didn't I watch just, the old ones? Well I, oh. well, I watched the new one, and then I went back and started watching the first season. And I'm getting into it. I actually do like it. It's, it is a very decent yeah. show. I'm like four episodes into it. And, uh, it's good I mean, I have spoilers, obviously, because I, I watched you need the more first episode. Fruit roll-ups. Uh, oh, there we go. Robin Slim Show. Hi, uh, this is Dan Frigolette calling in. Dan Frigolette, how you doing, dude? Doing good, man. How you doing? Not bad, not bad. You're a comedian. Are you in? Do you live in Hoboken, or are you from there? Hoboken, currently, yeah. Cool. Well, you're from uh, Syracuse, correct? I'm from Syracuse and Albany. I'm in Albany right now running uh, something called Make Me Laugh Albany, uh, which is a, a contest we have every year. And uh, so tonight is the open audition round in Albany at the Lark Tavern. So I'm, I'm here uh, judging judging some folks and deciding who makes it to the finals for a big show. Cool. Anyone uh, anyone you like? Uh, we haven't seen it yet. It's, uh, it, shows, oh. it shows at 8. So as soon as we wrap here, I, I got I to gotta put on my uh, my judgment cap. Oh, awesome, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, how is this the first time you've done it, or is this, have you, has it been going on? This is year three. The, the guy who won the first year... Uh, I took him across the country. We drove to Alaska, did 42 shows along the way. Nice. That's awesome, man. Yeah. yeah. How long have you been doing comedy for? Uh, I got to New York City in 05. That's the first sort of official chunk. But I, I had done comedy for maybe a year and a half before that. The problem was when you're from a place like Syracuse, you don't have a lot of opportunities to do comedy, which is, which is what the, sort of eventually spawned 10 years later this contest. Because, you know, yeah. in, in Syracuse, we didn't even have a comedy club. I was going to ask, because I know it's like, I know Albany, I know up there is like, it's like a ghost town kind of, right? Albany's cool. Um, Albany had some opportunities. Uh, one comedy club just closed, and then uh, and then another one opened behind it. So there's a funny bone in Albany now. Okay. But prior to this, there, there wasn't. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know what the scene up there was like, because uh, I, I, I figured the city had to be the best. Yeah, New York, I mean New York's the best. What mm. it is. It's where people, it's where people do go to do comedy. Yeah, man, I see. I see you open for uh, Jackie Martling. Yeah, no, I, I uh, what did I do? I was on Artie Lang's show same day as Jackie. Oh, cool! Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. What was that like? It was cool. Artie Lang's show was great, man. Artie Lang's my boy. I love that guy. Mm. Uh, he's he's awesome. He was in the news this week actually too. I think uh, I think he he's working on some HBO stuff with uh, Judd Apatow actually. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Have you done any acting? Because I saw, um, uh, I saw one of the things. I think it's a, uh, 
is it um a web series you had called the apartment uh, the apartment ship apartment ship did you watch that dude it was hilarious i watched two of them i watched the loving room <laughs> and the brooklyn brag dude they were hilarious yeah. No, me, yeah, I mean, it was me and Andrew Schultz. Andrew, Andrew's incredible. We worked that thing together uh, before before he got huge. I, uh, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd seen him around, and I knew, uh, I knew we were, you know, he was going to get huge soon. I was like, let's let's work on something before you don't have any time. Uh, so we did that thing. And I, I'm a horrible actor, but I try my best. And I was on Boardwalk Empire as an extra. Cool. I'm, uh, I'm not good. You know, I try. Yeah, that's cool. Not bad. Uh, I thought I thought the apartmentship was great. I thought it could really be picked up as a sitcom or something. Yeah, no, thank you. Appreciate no problem, man. Yeah, that's why I make it up. That's why I make it up. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. I saw your. I saw a couple of your uh, of your acts. I, I really enjoyed. It. I, lo- I love the Silver Alert. That lady was ridiculous. Yeah, that, that was, was like old too. Yeah. Dude, what yeah. was she trying to have a conversation with you while you were doing a joke? Like, it was. It was ridiculous. That oh, broad. the heckle one, right? <laughs> I said the most horrific thing to that woman, and the crowd was on my side. <laughs> I didn't. Nothing, I didn't listen I to. What did you been, say? Been, anything worse has been said to somebody. What, what exactly did you say? Because I hadn't gotten a chance to listen to it. Do I? Do I? Do I have censorship here? What, what can I? No. no. Say whatever the fuck you anything want. Flies. Fuck, I told fuck, this fuck, woman because uh, she was heckling and, and and she said out loud. She said, "No, I just." She, she's like, "I just." What did she say? Uh, she just no. She said no. I I want. I just wanted to hurt your feelings, something like that. I didn't get and that far. Go, oh really? Well, I I hope that you go home and find that your vagina is rotted out of your body. <laughs> I didn't get that far, dude. That's amazing. Because uh, I I was uh, like I was I just had enough. I was on my side. The crowd was like, hell yeah, bro. I couldn't take her, and I don't know when I stopped watching. I watched more than half, but yeah. I was like, I can't take this this bitch anymore. Yeah, like she, she was, was not. Yeah, it was. She was just heckling for no. You know, she was just like a drunk. I don't yeah. know. It was a thing. <laughs> I wouldn't say, you know, it wasn't a circumstance where, where, where that would ever come up again, nor, nor would anybody ever be able to say that to a person again. But uh, <laughs> it was just, you know, it was, a, it was a just, it was a fun rebuttal. That always seems that the hecklers are always like a drunk female. Uh, a lot of times it's the females I heard. <laughs> yeah, that happens. But then when you get in the middle of the country, sometimes it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's like somebody, it's like a dude starts talking, and then it becomes like an ego thing. I've been in situations a lot of times where, you know, with sort of a, you know, you'll be more, more in like a rednecky kind of show, like at a firehouse or something. And then, and then the guy starts heckling, he, you know, and they try to hit you with the, with this, this whole, just be funny angle or tell a joke when they're like disrupting the show kind of angle. Mm. Um, if I, if I, you know, if I find somebody who's uh who's a redneck and they're kind of going that route. So initially they, they immediately almost start going to like the fight route. So then I, I try to de-escalate by, uh, by by going to homophobia. I literally just go, hey, man, I can't tell you trying to fight me or make out with me. And then it always sort of like works itself out. I was going to ask if you ever had gotten in an altercation. No, you know what? I, there's, a, there's, enough, there's enough in my personality that, that somewhere between like I can, you know, I can talk my way out of it and kind of charisma the situation. Yeah. And then the other half is like nobody really knows what my ethnicity is. So they don't know if I'm holding a knife. You know what I mean? Like, they're not really sure. I got I, just enough. I figured Italian. Yeah, I'm Italian, but I got, you know, so I got just enough street cred. I could be Dominican, I could be Puerto Rican, I could be, I, you know, I could be Israeli. Nobody knows. <laughs> nice, nice. You know what I mean? You only want, you only hit, you generally, when people that fight, they only want to hit somebody if they know exactly what they are. Yeah, you know? yes, because you need to know. Right, you, 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 so you got you can pick you can pick which uh, which epithet epi- to say to them. <laughs> that, and you don't know what kind of like group is coming after you, like yeah. You, <laughs> but of... you know, those are, the people that hit people, you know, that's the, that's the, that's their whole ordeal. <laughs> yeah. 
Nice, dude. Nice. What uh? What it? What, what's, uh, going on? So what's going on? You guys are holding down the six six oh nine. You guys are you guys are a little south of me. Yeah, dirty Jersey, man. We're uh we're by LBI. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm from uh I'm from Bergen County. Uh, Slim and Pete. Well, Pete, you're from uh what Red I'm Bank? Originally from yeah, Mammoth. Yeah, I grew up. Okay, very cool, very cool. Yeah. You know what I found out about Jersey people? You guys like to talk in uh, in numbers a lot. I'd be like, oh, where are you from? I'd be like, oh, exit 13 on the uh, on the turnpike. Like, I don't know what that is, man. Did you say a city? I thought we were doing cities. <laughs> I've so never done the number talk uh, thing. Good. Like, no. Thank God, man. I don't I don't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a small state that that's you, you can that's get That's how you there. know. Go, you know, right off exit 24 there by the, uh, by the hot dog stand. No, man. I have no idea where that is. I'm sorry. And it's all either turnpike or parkway. That's it, man. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm exit 23 of the parkway. I don't know what that is, man. Sorry. What about Route 17? Uh, that I remember from when I was younger. That was horrible to drive on. Yeah, that was a fucking nightmare. I used to have to take that to work every day, man. That's funny, man. <laughs> Jersey, mm-hmm. Jersey in the house, man. Was it uh, was it real different from uh, from Syracuse? Like, did you have to adjust when you came came down here? You know what's weird? The more I travel the country, the more I realize everything is the same. The same shit, yeah. Right. Everybody's the same. Everything's the same. You know, everybody's got the guy that does this thing. The you know, the guy yeah. that does that thing. There's a ton of you know, there's a ton of people, uh, in, you know, in Albany, Schenectady, or who are homeless doing the same games that they're doing in New York. Mm. Uh, you know, in Syracuse, is the same. They're the same kind of people that. Uh, that are never going to get out of the town as there are in Oklahoma City. Mm. You know, it's just, we're all kind of, we're all the same, yeah. you know, and, and as soon as they started putting up uh, all these poison food stands like McDonald's and KFC and everything around us, we, you know, it, it became even more uh, real that we're all the same. That controls us, I think, that garbage food and, and <laughs> fucking yeah. social media. Yeah, man. I did like, though, I did see, too, you said that, uh, what, in Texas, the, the DUI signs were, you can't afford... You can't yeah, afford it. the letters, DUI with a slash through it. You can't afford it. That's the whole sign, man. What's, what are they going for? Then? <laughs> we have one here. It's like, a, I think, a crash car and like a, a beer bottle. Yeah. And is it a beer dead baby terrible, on it or something? It's like, like, beer is yeah, a terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was my old joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we have that sign, dude. Or there's one with like three like high school students that died in a drunk driving. Yeah. Like, it's so morbid. So morbid. That's a, that's a street sign on the highway? Uh, yeah, on Route 9 over here, there's one with, like, three kids, like, the, like uh, the 18-year-old kids that, like, were drinking and driving that died. They also got the one with I the feel like... uh, no symbol, and there's the skeleton holding the beer. Like... I didn't see that one, dude. That was... <laughs> oh, the three the three kids seems like it's more of a hazard than a help. I feel like I'll be reading that time being, like, looking at the kids, and I'll catch some tears in my eyes, and then I'm gone, Right? Too. I know. That's really... I know. That's I think when I one, first man. saw it, I pulled over. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's crazy. And yeah, it's like That's three like I'm trying to read this sign. Next thing I know, I'm in a, I'm in a ditch. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to t- you have to take a picture of that. That's yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's still yeah. there, I think. It's, it's on night somewhere. Uh, around here, I think. <laughs> around here. Yeah. What, uh, you, uh, that's what I was going to ask. Could you have afforded it? Yeah, that's the thing. That's yeah, that's the uh, that, that's their big side. Cause you can't afford it. Like that, as if that's the as if that's the motivating factor not to drink and drive. <laughs> New York State is smart, man. Our our sign is stay alive, don't drink and drive. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the, the message, man. Short and simple, easy to understand. Stay alive. Yup. 
I don't. Who cares if you get caught and, and it costs money? Why is that the angle? <laughs> <laughs> be safe. Well, it should just say, be safe, moron. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle up, you stupid fuck. Drive like a human being, you shitbag. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. <laughs> What um? Do you have any other upcoming like projects, Dan? Like yeah, acting, man. So or... okay, so the make me laugh stuff is, is big, man. It's, it's it's our third year here. I love this city. It's like my, my parents just moved back to Schenectady, which is outside here. My grandfather's still here. My grandparents are here. When my sisters is here. Uh, I, I just love this area. I've loved this area for a long time. So make me laugh, Albany. Once we get done next weekend is the finals. Uh, then I'm moving on to some other stuff. Um, what's gonna happen is the winner of this. Most likely will be invited to uh, to join me on a cross-country trip this coming March and April. I'm planning on being on the road for close to 60 days, I think, this time. Uh, and uh, I already started planning some of the gigs. I got uh, I got Springfield, Missouri. I'm hitting up twice. and But uh, I'm driving to Portland in, like, three weeks. But actually, it's not even. I'm going to Portland, like, yeah, like, well, two and a half weeks. Um, with a friend of mine, she wanted to drop off a dog to her brother. Uh, and, and I said, hey, let me hop along. And I ended up picking up a bunch of shows along the way. So I'm going to do some shows in Portland, Oregon. I picked up Champaign, Illinois, and Effingham, Illinois. Cool. And I'm going to hit up some other stuff on the way back. Spokane, Salt Lake City. <clears throat> Pardon me. When you do shows, like on the road, do you uh, have local guys that, that open for you, or do you bring your own guys? Yeah, you can do it a, you can do it a number of different ways. When, when I'm driving the whole thing and I'm doing a month, I'll bring my guys. And that's the other thing that, that, uh, that these contests have uh, – I've opened my eyes to is that there's good comedy everywhere. So, you know, I, I, did, I was doing, com- you know, I did one of these contests in, uh, in St. Louis where we picked up a guy who, uh, who's absolutely incredible. He's one of the funniest people I've ever met. His name is Andrew Frank. And uh, I, I took him across the country with me twice. Cool. And then uh, and then I met a guy through doing the Hoboken Comedy Festival named uh, Shane Clark. And he's living up there in Washington. So when I was in Portland last round, I grabbed him and had him come and do, uh, we, I think we did six shows together in Portland and Salem and Eugene, Oregon. Um, so you can do it either way, man. It's just sometimes it's hard to reach out and, and, uh, and get instant credibility with guys on, uh, in other places, you know, yeah. uh, if you, if you're putting the show on the, honestly, the easier way to do it is just, is just find a show that's already out there and then just, uh, say, Hey, I want to do the show and have them book you and you just, you just go on and do it. But I've been mm-hmm. producing shows for a long time. So, um, my natural instinct is to just rent a room or, you know, or find a guy who's got a back room, do the thing, market the hell out of it, and then find a couple supporting guys. Nice. Uh, has there been anything ever uh, crazy that's happened to you traveling? Yeah, man, crazy shit happens all the time, man. Um, one of the craziest, one of the craziest things actually was uh, we didn't have a place. Well, there, so we were we were on tour, and and, uh, and and some of the details of the tour got kind of got kind of effed up. And we had some people that were supposed to be contributing that were basically not contributing, and we were stuck in this kind of situation where we were like, I don't even know what to do with it. Like we're on the, we're in a car for the next thirty days, and some resentment starting to build up. So we're like, we don't even know what to do with this person who's not contributing uh, from a, from a comedic standpoint, from a from a, a logistic standpoint, really at all. It's just it's wow. just uh, somebody becoming a nuisance. Yes, and uh, and and a complete burden. And so one, so one of the places. So because of that, we had uh, we had added some costs to the trip that we didn't anticipate. And so uh, I'm I was scrambling to to move a venue in Oklahoma City because there was a venue that did basically zero work, 
Um, and then they uh, and they were and they were pointing a lot of fingers at me. So I said, you know, when I have 100 people coming to to this show and 50 people coming to the next one, I'm just going to move this to another venue. And you know, and I'll call the other venue when when it's done. So I'm dealing with that, dealing with the nuisance, and then on top of that, we didn't have a place to stay yet in Oklahoma City, and I, I hate hotels. It's just one of my. It's, I'm just kind of grossed out by them. I don't like them. Yeah. So I got on. So I got on the dating sites and I started swiping, trying to find us a house. <laughs> so it was me and uh, me and four other people in the car, and uh, and I was able to uh, to make some friends uh, through the dating sites over you know, 18 hours and, and we got offered a house. Basically we, we, we stayed, we stayed at this, this wonderful, uh, this girl, Kim, we stayed at this, this girl, Kim's house. Oh, she housed us all. There was uh, four of us, air, air beds and, and couches and floors. And, and we took over her house for the weekend and she's like a dear friend to all of us now. Wow. That's, that's crazy. That's someone to cool. open up their house yeah. to you guys like that. That's she's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma on a dating City, site too. No, and then you know, and then it's tough because then you're in that situation. You're like, all right, we went on a dating site. We didn't really, you know, I don't know where we didn't talk about anything. So it's like now, now it's the question becomes: Is there an anticipation here, right? Like, am I like like the, is is payment for me staying at this house? Did you have to go on a some date? sort of uh, you know under yeah. the sheets kind of situation? Yeah, yeah so, that's what I was, was gonna like, ask you know, too. My first thought yeah, was like, like, did you sleep with like, her? Like, yo, do I have to bang this chick for rent? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, nothing like you know, nothing like that ended up happening. We were you know, and and that you know, she was she was again, she was great, and uh, it was she just really she just saw we were we were in need, and she just she's a good person, and she just took care of us. That's cool. You guys should do that with your she couch. Became, she became tour mom. <laughs> you guys should let like drifters sleep on your couch. We do. We do. We oh, do. you do that. You already? guys do? No. <laughs> <laughs> we should though. We got the uh, pull-out couch. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah, oh. dude. I mean, it's a weird, it's a weird world now. Like, you know, it's funny is because like that was a that was a more common practice in the past, right? Seventies, eighties, hitchhiking, all those sorts of things. Yeah. People yeah. doing that, you know, people sleep on your couch, things like that. People trust the people a little bit more. Yeah. Then we got paranoid in the nineties, two thousands, and now we're doing it again with Airbnb. We're just letting weirdos in our houses uh, as long <laughs> as they pay us twenty dollars. It's cool all of a sudden again. <laughs> Uber is basically a hitchhiking service. Isn't it? <laughs> One of my friends, is uh, like his uh, wife, his father-in-law, is like one of those dudes. He doesn't have a house; he just stays on people's couches, like a drifter. Really? Man. Yeah. And he figures crazy. it out. I mean, that's the thing, man. That's what I learned, uh, you know, from, from being on the road a little bit and, and and just meeting various people, man. If you got charisma and you can talk, uh, you can kind of figure life out, man. You can be you can be a homeless dude without actually uh, suffering through some of the homeless stuff. We should yeah. do that as a bit. We send you out, Slim, for like a, a month or a year. Yeah, but I don't have any charisma. No, I won't get anywhere. No, you're, you're <laughs> people would just yeah, people would just think help. I'm a creep, and like, <laughs> I'll get arrested several did. times. So like, <laughs> it's harder. It's harder for a dude. It's harder for a dude. It's less, yeah. you know, it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be safe for a girl. But I was gonna say that it's definitely harder for a dude. Yeah. To seem innocent, to be to be an innocent seeming dude is a hard is a hard thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Because everybody's seen, you know, everybody's seen what men can do. We do horrible things for <laughs> thousands and thousands of years. <laughs> we, are, we are capable of horrific things. The, but most, the most atrocious things. But those, those horrible men built civilization. Ah, it's a man's <laughs> yeah. world, baby. Yeah. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. 
<laughs> That's it. We're fucked. We are fucked. What the worst? Now we might, you know, we might, we might have a woman president here in ten minutes. So, I know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens in in the new chapter where women. Uh, Women build and, and unbuild civilization. Is she we'll even a woman, though? I don't know. I feel she's like a cyborg. Yeah, I don't yeah. even think she's like, uh, a lizard person. A lizard, a reptilian cyborg. <laughs> Warrior. <laughs> she kind of seems glitchy, like she's like twitching and stuff. I think she's like a like a, a problem in the, the programming. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a bunch of losers up for, up for, uh, up for election right now. <laughs> who, who do you want to win, Trump or Hillary? You know what? I've been, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been listening to to, to some fun things that people said. Last night, Louis was on. Uh, last night, Louis was on the Tonight Show. No, uh, he was on Conan. Uh, Oprah was on. Uh, was on. Was on Tavis Smiley or something. And uh, you know, everybody's out there talking. I mean, I'm still confused as to what Trump's actual goal is. Yeah, because Trump was one. Of, Trump was one of the biggest Hillary supporters there was twelve <laughs> months know. ago. So all of a sudden, you know, it's it's a very strange. Uh, ordeal that we've, we've that we've gotten ourselves into. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I don't. But I don't know that anybody thinks that uh, that he will make an actual good president. Nah, that's it. It's almost gotten to the point where 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 the where the basically the rebuttals uh, for you know for why to you know for why to vote for Trump is just some sort of anti-Hillary stuff, which is a weird way to go. Yes. You know. I'd rather be, if you're going to vote for Trump, I'd rather have you be pro-Trump than anti-Hillary. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you want to like the guy you're voting for, not just hate the other one more. No, you know what? Well, you don't have to like him, but you, you know. Um, and that was Oprah's point. She said, you don't have to like Hillary. She's not coming to your house. But you have to vote for her if you like this country. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah, don't, yeah. If you don't, if you don't like Hillary, don't vote for Trump. But if you don't like, if you don't like Trump, by all means, vote for Hillary. Yeah. Double standard, baby. Because yeah. <laughs> at least we know we at least she has some she has some knowledge. You know what I mean? I would rather uh, I would rather have a comedian who I don't particularly care about and don't particularly think is is incredible and don't think is going to be the next Carlin. I'd rather have that person on stage because I know that they're a comedian than a person that was walking in off the street and was like, I think I can do this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd much rather have the person who's done it a couple times and maybe does an okay job. That's, that's a good way to put it. guy who just, you know, razor scootered into the back room and said, what's going on back here, guys? I can do this. Yeah, like I said earlier, he's he has everything. He's done everything. Yeah. This is just the next what step. What do I do this now? Yeah. <laughs> no, Donald. No, Donald Trump is is the is the is, you know as a president will be the open micer his first day on the mic. That's not <laughs> you, want, you know what I mean? He kind of like, was look, like three minutes. Three minutes, you might have a couple good things to say, but once you get to minute six, oh. it gets real, and everybody's pissed that you're even up there. It's getting hairy. Up exactly. What, what were you gonna say, Pete? He kind of does have that like I, I don't know. He's just he, he was kind of just cracking a lot of jokes the entire like. Ah, it's it's like a reality show. Yeah, like, that's well, what I feel like I'm watching, like an insult. Oh, fest. It, it's like it, it it definitely is like a pro wrestling. <laughs> it's like pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah he is. Like, he it is. really is. <laughs> He's Jesse the Body Ventura, baby. <laughs> now my two two buddies that I went to college with um, ended up uh, working on this project, and I didn't know what it was at the time, but it, tur- it turned into a Netflix movie. But as it was as it was coming out, I didn't know what, what they were doing. They kept getting uh, picked up in the news, going to uh, political rallies and kind of making scenes. So these two guys went to the Trump, one of the Trump rallies in Connecticut, fully dressed in Trump gear, 
and we're cheering them on. They're having a good time. Trump's making jokes. They're laughing at the jokes. You know, now we think you're so funny. And then, like, 20 minutes into the speech, Trump stopped telling jokes, and they just started yelling out. They go, hey, Trump, be funny, man. <laughs> be boring. Be funny. <laughs> and uh, it turned into this it's movie's called Undecided. It's on Netflix right now. It's nice. super funny. Oh, wow. That's um, awesome, dude. And they basically trolled, they trolled the whole campaign. <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the nights they were they like made a big scene of the Paul Ryan rally. One of the one of the guys stood up during uh, 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 Rubio uh, his speech, and he was like, "Rubio's trying to steal my girlfriend. He's so handsome." Uh, awesome. Hey, Dan, we actually have to cut this off. Yeah, man. Can dude. You, uh, let everybody know where they can find you, and then we'll let you go. Oh, you guys are awesome. Check me out, Dan Frigolat. Uh, Snapchat me, Dan Frigolat. Instagram me, Dan Frigolat. Facebook. Dan Frigolat page two. Well, I was going to say page two, but now I got to open up a page three. I just maxed out my Dan Frigolat page two. Don't hate me. Wow. Uh, it's just what happened. Mm. Um, Twitter, Dan Frigolat. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Dude, thanks for coming fun. on. You're great, dude. And me again. Excellent. We will, man. And keep supporting these guys. They're uh, they're on exit three off of the, uh, the turnpike. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you at the rest stop. Yeah. All right. Thank All you. right. Later, Dan. Later, Dan. All right, guys, we're going on break, and we will be back. Hey, it's Creepy Old Guy from Must Hate Zombies, and you're listening to the Bob and... No, Guy. No. No. It's Rob and Slim. Rob and Slim? Yeah, Rob and Slim. I thought it was the Bob and Tom show. No. Rob and Slim. All right. Uh, yeah, creepy old guy here from Mustate Zombies, and you're listening to the Robin Slim show, I guess. All right, I'm gonna go get a drink. See ya. What's going on? All right, we're back. We're gonna be back. We are back. We're gonna be back. We got some other call. We were supposed to have some dude call Dan McNault. I don't know. He never got back to me, and then today he just said I've been swamped. It didn't oh, say if okay. he was caught or not. Right. Yeah, that was a little weird. <laughs> like, right before we started the show, uh, I've been swamped. Without, like, an apology. So, he wasn't like, hey, sorry, I can't do it today. It was just like. I can't make it. I can't make it. Uh, I, I've been swamped. Oh. You, you got any gum? I was expecting that, like, to be the next sentence. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, swamped. Do you have any gum? <laughs> you got any gum? Swamp ass. <laughs> oh, somebody's calling. Oh, who's calling up? Who is this? Robin Slim Show. Robin Slim Show. Hey, it's me, Dan McNall. Hey, hey Danny, Dan. how you doing, buddy? Hello, man. We didn't know if you were calling <laughs> or not. Dickhead, comedian or writer or fuckface actor. He was all of those. He was all of those. How did you know? Fuckface actor? <laughs> what is it like being a fuckface actor? Wait, bring up his he, Twitter. His face sucks a lot. <laughs> Go to his Twitter, uh, Slim, if you could bring that up real quick, because yeah. I don't know. Like, I, He looked okay, and then today I see, like, He's got a, a fucking selfie with like $300 bills in his mouth. Oh, like, no. I'm like, no. what? Oh, yeah, he's gangster. He's being young mm. and, and stupid and gangster. But uh, I yeah, guess just put it up top, Dan. Oh, okay. I thought he'd probably be in. MIG. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, good job, dude. Good job. <laughs> I like the uh, Farts Jack Lantern. Uh, uh, he, he looks... Oh, yeah, the Farts Jack Lantern. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, Ryan Barrasso. He, look, he looks 12. Yeah. <laughs> well, he look at what he's been in. He's, he's 19. He's 19. He's been oh. in uh, CBS, NBC, ABC, and Fox. Oh, God. But there he I saw oh, that today. Uh, Creepin, hashtag money, hashtag mine, hashtag cash, hashtag rich, hashtag high life. 
Well, oh, let me show that. It's a good way to get robbed. Hashtag douchebag. <laughs> this is the guy we were supposed to be talking so, to right now. I mean, shit. Maybe he's got all that money. He's, but the, he's got to have other good pictures. He's got to have other good pictures, Slim. Oh, he does. All right, let me see. Are you at a party, Jules? Now I'm watching a Cubs game. <laughs> I didn't know if you were at a... Yeah, I, I just heard... Uh, People in the background. Those people. Look at that though. He's got oh, two old hundred dollar bills. That's douchey. not as cool as the new hundred dollar. Love the just, old ones. Though. Just because. Oh, fucking almost got a home run. Ah, how are they doing? Our... <laughs> what uh? Are, how many games is it like? Is it tied right now? Like game wise? Yeah. Well, if they win it, they win it. That's it. We won the. It's World over. Series. The Cubs. Cool. Fucking awesome. They gotta win. They gotta win. They just started. They just fucking started. They got a home run. They opened up with a home run. Beautiful. <laughs> and I'm not a Cubs fan, but I'm a Chicago fan. So, I mean, <laughs> either way. <laughs> Going go back to Dan's Twitter, here's oh. another one of just him holding $100 bills, and it says, <laughs> just because, hashtag rich, hashtag, hashtag money, hashtag wealthy, hashtag highlight. I like hashtag young and rich. Hashtag fun day. Hashtag Friday. What has he done? I don't know, but he's got selling drugs, $600 I guess. bills. Yeah. $600 bills. Hundreds? And then this he's got a Mustang. He's got a Mustang, too. Uh, this, there you I'm go. Kind of glad oh, that's a 1997 Mustang? <laughs> oh, look at this. It is a new one. It's got the bow on it. You can tell his daddy and mommy bought it for that's him. That's a douchey Holy car. Shit, <laughs> so you're saying he's a douchey dude. It's got to be a Camaro, man. <laughs> You don't like you don't. Like I don't Dan. like Mustangs. Ah, I don't like Dan. <laughs> What's going you don't like on? Mustangs? Nah, I like the. Uh, I don't mind the Mustang. The Camaros. I like the Camaro. Like, yeah, the, the Camaro, yeah. the Firebird. I like to dodge myself. The Challenger. I'm a, I'm a, I'm oh, a Challenger. Is nice. So is the uh, the Charger. The new Charger is pretty dope. Well, I, a lot of the fucking uh, police officers have those. Yeah, yeah, that they are pretty. Sweet. They're nice. <laughs> I saw one for sale, like at that, that that depot on um, you know when you're going up yeah, towards Forget River. Leave this dickhead up to pitch. Come on, we're gonna just score another fucking. I'm sorry. Where's your used car depot, Sambo? Oh, it's just, they just sell you shitty oh, used no. cars. I used oh, to be police vehicles. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those places. <laughs> it's like the worst, man. Uh, you know you're gonna get something good when mm. you shop at one of them. It's the basic, the basic, dickhead. <laughs> Who's put tattoos right. on? Yeah, I was going to put, uh, he wanted Mikey on his forehead. Well, he's oh. That's yeah. like one on each cheek? One on each cheek? All right, we can put Mikey on one cheek the, and uh, Raph on the other one, right? turtle teenage You need a diamond. Someone needs the girl on their butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or diamonds on your... Oh, the diamond tear. How about like, right diamonds on your wrist? Oh, a diamond's here. Oh, yeah, see, yes. the, the tear you'd put it right underneath his eyes. So it's like, you, you might be a badass, oh, but you also might be a pussy. Oh, what's up? Oh, the oh Halloween party. Oh, the yeah. Halloween party. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Oh, it was eventful. What it did was... uh, did Ryan make anything cooler? Um, he made up uh, his father, my uncle Pat, as Twisty the Clown, and then he actually made some girl up as a female Beetlejuice. Wow! I think I he saw like that. yeah he posted that. That was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, nice. yeah, it was awesome. That's. Cool. I told him I wish he was here because I there was this really cool fucking skull face. I thought I was gonna go to work like that, but I have no skill when it comes to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> then he did a uh, 
he did a painting of uh, Willem Dafoe as the Joker. <laughs> like, oh, that's cool. He would oh, make yeah. Awesome. Yes, that, yeah. that was cool. That was well, Willem Dafoe would make an awesome Joker. Yeah, he would. I never even thought of him as a candidate for that, but yeah, that, that he would be pretty badass. He was a good Green that's... Goblin. Yes. He's the shit. He was good as uh, the cross-dressing cop. The cross-dressing, yeah, yeah. in uh, Boondock Saints. Yes. Yeah, he's amazing. That yeah. was great. That was a great movie. That was a great role. He's such a he's such an eccentric oddball of a cunt, but he's cool. That's actually why they hadn't done a Boondock Saints two for years because he didn't want to he play that role again because oh. he was doing Spider Man. Oh, and he was afraid that was gonna just look bad. I guess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he's got that dress on and the makeup, that's it's like the stuff of nightmares right there. <laughs> it's fucking funny though. I... <laughs> it was a firefight. <laughs> Guns blazing. That movie was crazy. Did he? Did, was he in the second one? I never saw the second one. Like he s- showed up at like the end. It was almost like a cameo. Oh. I think it was at the very end of the second one. Did it suck? Because I've heard mixed. I've heard uh, some people say it was good. Some people say it sucked. I thought it. I thought it was very much like the first one. So in that aspect, I think it was. It was decent. I, I enjoyed it. It was like they did like the same movie though. Right? It was yeah. Like, it wasn't. Like, a, it was okay. It wasn't en- good enough for me to go out and buy it on like DVD. Yeah, DVD, BBB. I got the first one though. Laser disc. Yeah, it definitely wasn't as good as the first one. Like the first one was ah. great, but did they go? What's the score doing? <laughs> what is that? What did Sammy say? Sorry, I'm sorry. You know, they're always in fight mode. Oh, they're fighting with each other. Yeah. Oh. That's what, you know, 13-year-olds and 9-year-olds do, I guess. They don't mix. <laughs> no like chill. Water and oil. Jules, uh, Rob said you didn't like the latest episode of The Walking Dead. No, it sucks. Slim loved it. Oh, it I really loved sucked. it. I thought it was they amazing. They went from bashing people's heads in and, like, a lot of people crying and in despair and, and oh, like you see, needed therapy after you saw that episode. The first one. Oh, okay. I was very, um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it? Oh, I actually didn't watch the latest one. I'm sorry. I thought a fucking king and a lion and shit. Yeah. Oh, oh you didn't watch? You're not missing oh, anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't watch. The first one I heard was crazy. I watched the first episode and I thought that character Negan was amazing and I wasn't emotional. Wasn't cause... it like, it was like, I, I don't know. I just, well, I thought that, you know, I don't, for anyone who didn't see it, I don't give a fuck because it's been two weeks. So if you haven't seen it yet, fuck you. <laughs> but um, it's like um, when he was going to cut his, his, his son's arm off, I was like, what the fuck? I can't see this. I can't watch this. Like, yeah. if you have kids, you'll understand. Like, I'm like, I can't, I can't cut my kid's arm off because I'd be like, well, fuck it. Just kill us all. I don't care. I can't, I can't do it. So Would you cut Dan McNaught's about, arm off? Anyone else's arm, I don't give a fuck. I, mean, I would cut <laughs> their arm off and throw it on the fire and eat it. But, <laughs> you know, to, to cut your own child's arm off, so for that, yeah. for that reason, you know, it was disturbing to me. You know, mm. and it was pretty disturbing when you watched, like, two of the characters get their, ba- their fucking brains bashed in one's eyeballs. For, and, uh, for me, it was just awesome because I never watched The Walking Dead, and I just watched that episode, and, so I wasn't oh attached to the characters well, the, way, the way that their heads were bashed in, like, you would not be standing after that this, this savage guy, of a blow. This guy, no did not, this guy did not stop. Like, he killed them and then just kept bashing their heads until they were... Oh, 
the Glenn action figure. That they <laughs> I had saw that. On, yeah, on that's amazing. It was it's choppy. This is a pack of ground beef, and it says <laughs> Glenn hold action figure. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, one second. Sorry. All right. Oh no, is they fighting? They're fighting more, I think. <laughs> <laughs> And the actor that plays Glenn, <laughs> it seemed. Did you fight with your sister a lot? Oh yeah. Growing up? Yeah, me and her used to brawl all the time. I used to fight with my sister yeah. every day. See, I have to silently correct them. You know, you have to use like a lot of face and hand motions. Just a look, yeah. I get my it's kids like that. The finger, like the, the pointer finger. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> what were we supposed to get another call? Where, where's our other call? I don't know. What time is it? I didn't think it's we were. It's time for the other call, right? Uh, well, Chief of... I don't know. I told... That's why I called you. Yeah, <laughs> no, but we also had another call. Well, he might even... The Chief might even call in around 8.30. How did you contact the Chief? Did you okay. smoke? Did you smoke a bong and, like, blow some shit up? I had a spirit dream. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can he call 8.30? Don't we have somebody on on 8.30, though? He's not calling at 8.30. He's supposed to call now. Oh, I thought you said between 8.30 I might and have. 8 o'clock. I may yeah, have. Yeah, that's what was... T- uh, that's what I told him. But I did. No. I messaged the chief through uh, ukulele. Yeah. Tell him shaves the plans. Call now. Yeah. I messaged him and told him to call. Oh, oh you did? I did. All right, so Come on, Chief. Should call. Tell, go go smoke a, whatever you got to do to contact the Chief and tell him, change the plans, call go now. Smoke a peace pipe. Yeah, because we do not need him through the next, <laughs> smoke, <laughs> the next smoke half signal. of the show. Smoke signal. Yeah. But, yeah, Jules, you were saying that the most recent episode of uh, Walking Dead sucked, and I, I heard that about The Walking Dead because, like I said, I've never watched it, but I've heard people say that it does this thing where, like, each season, only one thing happens, and then nothing else happens the rest of the season. Like, you'll go through well, ten episodes of nothing either happening. that, or it'll be, like, one full episode of, like, just mind-blowing shit to, like, you know, people trying to do good for the world when the world's nothing but a big shit pot. You know, it's a big cesspool of shit. Right. That's all it is. So it's like they shouldn't even put morals in there. There shouldn't even <laughs> be anybody trying to achieve any kind of fucking morale. You know, it should yeah. just be let's go out there and kill a bunch of fucking zombies and just, you know, bust up whoever gets in our way. I, uh, I actually felt that way where I, I said I just started watching the first season and I got to the episode where uh, they go to that, like, <laughs> hospital where all the old people are and that guy's trying to take Rick's guns. And then like the, the fucking gram- cholos, right? Yeah, cholos yeah, 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 was, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. He, after he sees what's going on, he gives them guns. I was like, I wouldn't have given them guns. I've been like, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> like that's it. Why would and you like, give you know them what? any weapons? Those people that you are protecting in there, they're at the jumping off place in life. So fuck them. Yeah. Come on, youngsters, let's go. Let's go fight the world, the fucking apocalypse. Oh, let's they were go. old. Yeah, it was a yeah, guy it was, that... it was like a nursing home, uh, kind of like, I still... convalescent home. <laughs> you just, like, open the doors and leave it, like, open there. You let the zombies have those fuckers. I, I still say, like... Right, what you do is you feed the zombies those people... And then you so live there. You get away. Yeah, right? exactly. My thing is you just don't give up your supplies to somebody else. That like, it cripples an elderly. You're going to the zombies. You're like, go find your own shit. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah if I... <laughs> 
I was that old, I'd just be like, I tell the people just off me now because this is not where I want to be alive right, right now. You know, <laughs> take off the oxygen mask and you know. You don't want to be a ninety-year-old zombie. Ninety-year-old zombie, like that's even—is that worse or better? A ninety-year-old zombie? I think it's the same thing. You're never dying. Like, you well, just, yeah. You know, I've never really seen any. I wonder why. You why might be no ninety-year-old zombie. That's a good fucking you, question. You might be fucking better. You might be cured. Like you could have walked yeah, before. Say, you yeah. might be a fucking I, or, beast. Or they're just Super like zombie. immune to the shit. Yeah, like, uh, that's well, it. Like too, like you said, kind of already and, are you know. a fucking drooling mess. Yeah. What happens to like like nemesis from Resident Evil? They have zombie babies. <laughs> like they just come out like yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, the zombie, zombie babies. babies. Yeah, you never saw that one in the no. mall. What's that one in the mall, Jules? The remake of uh, Dawn of the Dead. Was it where the lady had the zombie baby? Yeah. That yeah, shit. she was like black dude's girlfriend, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was fucking yeah. shit was crazy because she changed during the birth, giving birth. She died then, during the birth, and then like is she that what it was? Fucking had this <laughs> this creepy child. We yeah. had that baby at work. You're Someone up. brought it in for our Halloween decoration. Oh, I thought, oh, somebody, I thought, I thought there was a real zombie, zombie baby somebody <laughs> yeah. just gave birth to. You guys just yeah, keep no, it in a not, glass it jar. Baby, Did somebody it like... like a, a zombie baby we had sitting on our desk. And, um, That's crazy. It had like a hefty bag diaper and shit. <laughs> so, did you uh did you yeah. did you dress up for a uh, Halloween or take the kids trick or treating or anything? I Jules? wanted to, like I said, I had no one cool like do some cool makeup or I did take the kids. Well my daughter now is getting to the age where she like wants to go by herself or her friends. Too cool. So she kinda like chased me off. But you know, me being in the Halloween spirit, I'm like, No, I wanna come and then she's like, No, get out of here, get lost. So <laughs> I had to take my son and, you know, with my head down do the walk of shame with my son. <laughs> Has anybody seen sure. the Jeff Goldblum version of the fly before? Where he becomes yeah. a Cronenberg. I don't know. Just this disgusting abomination. What? No. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty disgusting. It really is. It's it's. We did just interrupt the middle of a conversation. Uh, I know. Without, like, so, if yeah. you ever we seen, were, we <laughs> were you got any gum? I've been, I've been swamped. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Danny. Danny. Well, he doesn't get any gum. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he got up to this porch where there was like these tree people, <laughs> and they were just sitting there, and smoke was was you know, on the porch, and he was like, I was like, son, are you scared to go to that one? He goes, no, I'm fine. I'm going to go get some candy. He walks up there, and he's dressed like Ghostface, you know, from Scream. <laughs> oh, okay, goes that's up awesome. there, mm. and uh, he, he gets up to the top of the porch, and there's just a bowl of candy sitting there, and he doesn't know if he should reach for it, and another one, you know, picks up his finger and points to the other guy, and my son's like, well, is that guy fucking real? And, and he thinks maybe he's just a dummy. So he walks over there to grab some candy, and the dude just jumps at him. And my poor son just tried to hold it together. Oh, you know. no. yeah. But he's, like, shaking down the stairs as he's walking to me. And I was like, well, let's go get the next house. He's like, you know. I think I'm done. <laughs> like, I got enough candy. You know, I, I got half a bag of candy. That is and good. then he admitted that he and his sister had walked up to a house where, you know, it was kind of like, help yourself to bowl the candy. So they openly admitted 
Well, she jumped into the bowl. You're oh, supposed to. Yeah. You're supposed yeah. to. Yeah. What you got to do, too, is you got to run. That way you, your friends don't she even get it. She's like, Mom, there was no one there. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. Help yourself. That's what happens. You don't leave that shit out. Yeah, if you put a bowl out there that says that, you should know that like the first trick or treater is gonna get all the candy. That's why really? you gotta put the. Bowl. There was a video. Uh, was it last year or the year I think before? It was last that was viral year with, with a oh, fat bitch. Fat that was bringing around a fat they just kid. Don't know. But the they, fat bitch was taking all the candy. They don't know about the city kids. You know what we do? How we go? What do they do? They stab people. <laughs> <They're> and <shit>? <laughs> <laughs> what, honey? I'm sorry. I said, do they stab people? The city kids. Well, they shank no, it for candy? No, they're just gangster like that. Like, they will. Like, they oh, take like, it. Give me all your candy, bitch. You know? <laughs> oh, they just rob each other's candy. Oh, to the other kids. Like, give me all your candy, little right, fuck. Right. Shit. So I don't think these, these suburban people are aware that city kids actually, you know, if you leave that bowl out there... Oh, it's gangster. I don't know. I think I was a suburban <laughs> kid, and I always took the whole fucking bowl. Yeah, they take it I here too. Just, they, yeah. just, they, they, they don't care here. That's just, just everybody. Uh, at least this town. They I don't. think we can all come together on that. You, uh, yeah. Jules, you said your son was Ghostface. Is he a fan of the uh, Scream movies? <clears throat> I, I don't. Th- he's never seen it. Oh, okay. But um, this is the first year he decided that he would do something scary. He's always like. Um, you know, like transformer action figure type thing. Oh, right. Hero, superhero. But this year he's like, I'm gonna kinda do something scary. First he was looking at the Reapers and I was like, you know, there were some really cool Reaper costumes and then he's like, I think I'll just eat the ghost face and I was like, Okay, that's from the screen movie, you know that? He goes, Yeah, that's a movie, I go, Yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> yeah, no, he has no clue. Yeah. Way was, before his time. Yeah, I mean, it was a bit like I grew up with that movie, and that was a big deal. I remember for like three years, that's all people were for Halloween. Was yeah, yeah I, was, I was Ghostface one year. It was pretty cool. You know, I've always been in like really hardcore horror, like zombies and shit. So when I went to go see that with my friends, I was like, eh, you know, I was eating popcorn. For yeah. I'm not. I'm not scared of you. Yeah, that wasn't really that scary of a movie to me either. I no. I I thought Freddy Krueger was much a much better much better film. Yeah, yeah. the remake. No, the, no, the original. I like the remake. Did you like the remake? I didn't see it. You never saw it. I have to I say that it was good. A lot of people hated it. Did I you, watched... Jules? Jules. Yes, I'm sorry. It's like cutting in and out. I'm oh. sorry. The Nightmare on Elm Street remake, did you did you like it? I loved it. I thought it was really good. I, you know, I'm not so big on remakes. I'm an original type. Yeah. And I thought it was okay, you know, really for good. the time that it was made, like, what was it, like, early 90s. I thought it was okay. The remake, I thought know, it was later but, than that. It might have been, though. Yeah, no, it was 2000. So no, it yeah. Was the it was it? No, I thought it was, like, 1994 or something. There no. Was, well, no, that was, uh, West, that was uh, Wes Craven's new I nightmare. Yeah. yeah, no, there was one yeah, in the Yeah, that one 2000s. was shitty. That's the one I just saw not uh, so long ago. No, that one I it never saw. It was really shitty. But yeah. the, the one like in the, the early fucking... 2000s, they really fucking... He was creepier. They showed him yeah, burning. They, they yeah, got I guy... remember seeing that one, too, now. It was a guy that was originally going to play. I was thinking about the Played Rorschach in uh, Watchmen. Yeah, that was shitty. You didn't like it? I loved it. Did you see it slimmer? The remake, I remember watching it, and I, I guess it didn't really stick in my head too much, but I do remember like liking it. I, I remember, do, I do I remember got enjoying it. it. They gave when, him more uh, of a backstory, I think. That and when, when Blockbuster was going out of business, when every DVD was like a dollar, I, I grabbed it. Mm. 
And I really, I really thought it was done pretty good. You know, I think they're okay. You know, but I've always been like a, an apocalyptic type person. Oh, That's those... the whole theory of apoc. You know, an apocalypse happening just scares the shit out of me. That's the scariest. I don't thing know to you. why. I like. Uh, I mean, it just. I like. I like scary Terry. My... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing that Thanks, freaks me bitch. out worse. Oh, oh bitch. <laughs> Is the body change genre? Cronenberg. Oh, oh! Like, yeah. I thought you were thinking like, uh, what's the centipede? Human oh, 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 human well, no, that's a body change. Yeah. It's like body. That's mutilation. Oh, you don't like mutation. Kind of. But like, yeah, like the ever seen the the John Carpenter thing? Like, yeah, yeah. that one, yes. that movie. Oh, like the even body snatch is pretty funny. That kind of fucks with you too. Yeah. That movie is, yeah. yeah. Anyone could just change yeah. at any time. Yeah, you can't trust anyone. That in us, you ever see Scanners? You'd probably like that a lot too. Yeah, ah, I heard that was cool. Yeah. Uh, I think we got The thing has actually given me nightmares, and really? I, I love that movie too. Have you seen the most recent one? It was actually no. like a. It's good. It's actually really it. good. It was a. Uh, it was a prequel, kind of like it's before it's before the the first movie, and they did a, a lot of really great fan service where there were things that were right. in. Still one in Nelson. Who's uh, still one? Not the Cubs. Yeah. Chicago's got one. They got two out. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Chief. Fucking... Chief just okay. messaged me. He said he can't make it. Oh, okay. Oh, he's. Yeah, yeah. I told him I fucked up the time, and he said it's all good. All right. All right, Jules. We have to wrap this up. All right. Thank you. It's Thanks always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Anytime. No problem, You're Jules. the best. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Love you. All Love right, you have too. a good one. Later, Jules. Uh, oh, I gotta hang yeah. up. Ooh. All right, guys, we're going on break. We will be back with Jim Short. All right. The chief had some spirit quest. Oh, I know. I... Some spirit quest to do. Ah. Uh, I gotta ra- ramble, sing a song or something while I bring up the Pandora. Rambo. 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 I just can't talk today. Well, that's normal, but. Sing a song that's only like an instrumental. Yeah. Do an okay. instrumental like with your mouth. Yeah. I can't drum. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee. I just avoided homeless man shit, so that means it's time to listen to the Robin Robin Slim show. That was terrible. Never listen to your inner slambo. That's it. <laughs> Slambo yeah, knows. Saying. Hashtag Slambo knows. Hashtag rich for life. Hashtag money fun day. Hashtag money Monday. Hashtag rich bitch. <laughs> That's what you need. You need to just tape like nickels to your beard. Or just nickels. braid them. You need to braid in like nickels and dimes. Or a and literal and gold doubloons into my uh, Tin foil. Let's just. And in a, a, a grill here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's just wrap little dreads in like tin foil. <laughs> That'll be the shit. Or two big, like, tinfoil. Gold foil. It's got to be gold foil. That's a real guest. Robin Slim Show. Hey, it's Jim Short here. Jim, how you doing? Brilliant. How are we, lads? We're great. And that's what I was saying. When you called, you're a real guest because the last guest stood us up. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry I didn't catch that. I said, uh, when you called, I said, that's a real guest because the last one we were supposed to have, he he stood us up. He didn't call. He didn't. You got stood up. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's it, for me, it's like a call in, and I'm like, it's like a, it's like an appointment. It's like a date with destiny. I'm like, I want to make sure I'm on time. 
you know, it's, it's like when you're calling somebody for the first time, you're like, I don't want to call too early, I want to call too late, I wanted to get right on time, but I'm sorry that whoever would, I have to work extra hard to make up for, for the, the deadbeat that didn't <laughs> get that called. Yes. <laughs> have you just been bagging on this person, or, or what if it's like the worst thing happened to him? <laughs> well, I'm like, my entire family were in a bus and whatever happened, and, and then you've been ragging on them, and then you feel horrible. He but, did. Um, he messaged me. They can at least me. call. If you... they have communication, they can at least call and go, my family died, um, or <laughs> right? I can't make it. You can always call. You always have that phone in your hand. He you did. Always have. You, can, you can always text or someone, let somebody know. He messaged me like right as we started the show that he's been swamped, but he still didn't say if he was calling or not. Like He still didn't say. Oh, really? Yes. He's Left like, it in, in suspense, like cliffhanger, like maybe yeah. <laughs> I'll get around to it. Well, <laughs> and, and this person, I, I, know, I, I don't know anything about it. Have they been on the show before? No. No. But no. you're right. We we did rag on him though because as soon as he didn't call, we went to his Twitter and he just looks like a douche. He's one he of those does look like a dummy. one of those kids that he, he just got. He has pictures of himself with like hundred dollar bills in his mouth <laughs> and another picture of him just. There literally was a picture where he had six hundred dollars in, in his hand and it just said hashtag rich hashtag wealthy hashtag young and rich. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag life savings. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag uh, college. Fund. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag monopoly money. Well, I'm sorry that you guys got stood up, but um, I'm I'm a, at least a man of my word. Thank you. And man. I'm here. I'm here with no money in my mouth whatsoever. <laughs> Me neither, I'm, bro. I'm of the people. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, you've been doing comedy a long time, right? Yeah, I don't know if that's good or bad because it's like if, if you're not well known and you've done it for 28 years, do people go, "Well, it's gone. Must not be that good." But I think you kind of just. Yeah, I started in. Uh, I started hitting up open mics in 1988. Wow! And when it's that far back, you have to say it that way. 1988 <laughs> sounds like it's ancient history. It's uh, funny because um, when you said it like that, I thought like, "Wow, that's a really, really long time ago." <laughs> it makes it sound like. But that's the thing. Like everybody now is like done stand up for two years and they're a superstar. And you go, "Well, wow, I've done it for 28 years and I'm." Uh, you know, I'm just getting by. But, I mean, I've worked and worked and worked at it, and uh, I've got a great respect for the craft, and yeah. I just feel like I've worked with so many brilliant people over the years. It's like you bridge. It, it, it's weird when you've done it for such a long time, because I remember starting out at 21 years old, being being new on the scene, and everyone seems so lofty to a degree. You know what I mean? The, the, mm. the guys and, and women who were doing stand-up before me, and now I'm sort of, they're still ahead of me, but you feel like you're on a peer level almost. And I see the newer, the newer act. And I feel like, well, I'm almost like a bridge in between the older and the newer, but at some point you're just another old bloke to everyone else anyway. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, I've, I've done it, as I said, since 1988. You, you and, were one of the guys, um, like there's been a couple others that I found. I'm like, how have I never heard of this guy? Like your, your acts great. You've been on Letterman, you've been on Conan, like, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of us out there who just sort of like, I mean, the thing is, I feel like generationally, like I got into stand-up because you want to you wanna do it and you don't want to have a regular job and all the, the cliched answers. But like if I was starting out now, I would try and find a way just to become famous in the next five months. Mm. And when I started out, it was like, how do I get to be the funniest I can ever possibly be? And for me, that's an, a, a never-ending sort of journey and a quest. And now it's like, what can I do that gets me, you know, if I was young and starting out now, it would be just pranks and stunts and whatever things, because comedy is really, I mean, 
in comedy now, you're, you're, you're not only going against great comics and lesser comics, you're going against YouTube people and, and circus mm. freaks and Chewbacca mum and, and Chewbacca. everything. And you go, how do, how do you compete with, huh. with the, the circus freak show that is going on? Yeah, but, um, we're trying. But there's, there's a lot of great comics out there that, you know, you may not have heard of, but, um, you know, they, they put in the work and everything. And we're just sort of, we're just sort of hanging in, you know? Yeah. Uh, are you always a clean comic too? Because I did watch uh, a bunch of your stuff, and you're funny, you're smart, and you're clean. Are, are you always a clean, a clean act? You know what? I it's it's always a debate about should you be funny or dirty, you know clean or dirty and so on and so forth. I mean, I made a conscious decision I wanted to get on television at some point. So you've got to have. It's funny when I see somebody go up and and it's like they have to do five minutes of clean material and they're so freaked out. And I think well. All you got to do is kind of just cut out all the swearing and this and that, whatever. I mean, I I have no problem with people being really dirty or whatever because I, I love so many acts like that. But I feel like we've gotten to a culture of everyone just wants to have shock value stuff that is not really that funny, you know. I mean, to me, there's nobody funnier than Dave Attell. I think oh, Attell is. Oh. I mean, people can, can, can talk about this one and that one. Attell is funny and hilarious, and he's really raunchy, but... Boy, you cannot you cannot beat the fact that there are amazingly great jokes in there. And for me, I mean, I just wanted to have an act that you know it's funny first, and then you can figure out afterwards if it's clean or dirty. Because you can always throw a, uh, you know, I, I would I would work, and um, the feature or the opener in front of me would be so raunchy, dirty, without any real merit to it. Not every one of them, but you, you're out on the road. And I just thought, well, I'm gonna, you almost have to cut it all out just to stand out because the audience is like, they've almost been beat over the head by it. So it's not like, I mean, I just tried to be clever and funny. And mm. then, and then you know, you can make the decision after that. But, I mean, I'm not like a real raunchy dude anyway. But, um, yeah. you know, because, because I always feel like the people like, like Schimmel and, like I said, Attell and Jim Norton and guys like that, they, they really live that life. They, when they're talking about that stuff... There's nothing worse than seeing some 23-year-old dude going up there talking about hookers and cocaine and this and that. And you go, you haven't done any of that stuff. <laughs> you're, just, you're just doing yeah. your version. It's like a garage band doing their version of a, of a big band. Yeah, you know, either band way, you, you got to like do that. yourself. Like That's why I like Louis C.K. because it's all stories of his life. Like You can't, you can't steal that. Like That's their own yep. lives. Well, it's, it's authentic. And you, know, and you can always... like. I mean, there's nothing. It's always like, um, you know, all the all the all the acts now that are Mitch type acts. You know, everyone who does the uh, the Mitch Hedberg sort of thing, or you can always tell who somebody's influenced by, They're, and hopefully yeah. they'll grow out of that. But you know, the the Louis clones and the Attell clones and people like that. It, it, um, it you know, I think everyone starts out with an influence, and hopefully you, you bust out of it. But there's there's nothing worse to me than seeing somebody up there. Uh, uh, trying to be dark and edgy and it's not it's not working because they're not really if you're not really that dark edgy person inside it's not going to come across it's just going to come across as a lame attempt so i think everyone should just i mean sometimes you got to get it out out of your system and and do that but for me it's just i just like to the people i always loved were really clever and really mm. interesting and they went they were unique and whether they were quote clean or dirty didn't really matter because they were they were they were really striving for great material and that's 
that's always my, you know, desire is to be as funny as I can. And then, you know, you work it out afterwards what it is. But if you want to be on, t- well, I mean, TV is a bit different now, but I mean, it, it, it definitely, you know, 10 something years ago to be on TV, you couldn't really be really dirty or edgy or anything like that mm, because yeah. it, it just wasn't going to fly, especially on late night TV. But, um, you know, standards have changed a lot, but, I just, I love anyone that's really funny and authentic. I was going to ask you too, going back to like dudes trying to be other dudes. What about ones that did get big, like Dane Cook and Carlos Mencia? Like, do they kind of, like, do they, once they're found out for who they are, like, are they, do they not get work anymore or? Yeah, well, you know what? The thing is, I, I always think that when there's such a meteoric rise like that, where do you go but down? You know, mm, yeah. I mean, especially true. like Dane Cook, who and I, I don't know Dane at all, and um, I saw it all happen as as a comic that was sort of out there and whatever. I mean, definitely what you got to give that guy is the hustle and the marketing. What he did with with MySpace that and made that it. into that thing, and that that's going to be his legacy, maybe even more than his comedy, because he he showed everyone, for better or worse, that you can become a superstar. Ba- you know, ba- based on you know this this marketing sort of thing, and and maybe that bedeviled us a little bit now because you go everyone's trying to to uh, become famous off of a tweet or something like that. But um, I, I think honestly, when you're playing a hockey stadium, uh, where do you go after that? It's going to come down at some point. So yeah. uh, it, I mean, there's been a lot of backlash on Dane and, and, and Carlos, two different examples of people that got gigantically huge. Um, Dane's kind of backlash came when, you know, people, this is not my opinion, but people were saying, well, he's not as funny as, or it didn't keep up, or the people that were into him sort of grew, it, it, it went past the fad maybe, mm. you know? Yeah. But, um, um, and Carlos, well, a lot of backlash because of his, you know, activities, whether or not we, we want to accuse him of whatever. I mean, you, you, there's a backlash that hits. And, and I just think when you become meteoric like that, let me look at, okay, then you look at Louie. Louie, maybe not playing hockey arenas, but playing big theaters and everything like that. And he stayed in that realm. Why? Because. He is an actual creative artist, mm. maybe more than the other guys. And I'm not slamming anyone, yeah. but I mean, Louis the real deal. Yeah. And the other guys were maybe a bit more possibly manufactured, mm, at least yeah. in the industry's eyes. Yeah. So I think that, I think that, 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 that there's going to be a fall. Even Louis gets a backlash, you know, people, because you can't create everything. But you can tell that that's, that's a real deal guy right there yeah. that, uh, that does generate that kind of material. And he speaks of his, of his own experiences. So, mm. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard like interviews with Louie and he does put, a, he commits a lot of time into his craft. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, because I think it also, it comes from that thing of like fame now is so weird. Like what is fame? Who is famous? What, you know, yeah. the, the people that become famous in our culture, not even just in stand up. But I mean, for me, stand up was always a thing where you didn't really get famous. Maybe if you did stand up, you'd be that guy in, in the sitcom or the movie or the thing. I mean, Seinfeld got his show. Yeah. But, but it was rare that a stand up would become a superstar. They, you kind of, beca- and I kind of like that about stand up where, you would really do your stuff on stage and you'd have an album or whatever. Uh, you know, this is a very 
older model of success that I you know, was, was using. But, yeah. you know, like George Carlin would be in, in a movie every now and then. Yes. But he, was, he wasn't a superstar. He was definitely a star. He was definitely well-respected. But you know what I mean? He wasn't a mm. superstar, famous dude like you have now. And that is the weird thing about our culture is, are people getting into stand-up because they want to be super funny or they want to be super famous and yeah. super rich? Exactly. And it's, it's a really weird time. And, uh, you know, I mean, I just, I just still respect all the people who, are, who can get up on stage and, and, and do an hour of material, you know, mm. and, um, and, and a solid hour and be really interesting and unique. And, and that, that is just so much of what's going on in comedy. Like you see somebody who might have been on a, on a contest show on, on network TV, and they really don't have that 15 minutes. And then they're headlining places. And to some degree, that doesn't help comedy, but the club sells out because the person was on TV. Well, does mm. that, is that good? Does that really help that person in the long run? Or next year, are they replaced by the next person? Yeah, that's... That's, that's what I say about stand-up. It's, it's a weird time in that we're not valuing somebody who can really do the time, but the fame audience, the, the, the people that only want somebody famous, they don't even know that they're not getting an hour of comedy. They're just happy to be in a room with somebody for an hour. <laughs> that they've seen on TV struggling <laughs> through an hour of, of comedy, you know. So it is yeah. a weird time, you know. If, if you respect what stand-up is and what it stands for and what it what it's always been, is it, it, to me it's always like the, the loser kind of person that gets up there and is going, hey, everything's a bit jacked up right now. Let me tell you what I think about it. You know, that, that to me what stand-up was. Now it's like male model soap opera looking dudes getting up there <laughs> talking about you know somebody wouldn't give them sex and you're like yeah welcome to the real life real world mate I mean, uh, <laughs> you know what i mean when you see a really good looking dude complaining about you know, <laughs> his sex life and you're like dude you know look at you you probably were popular in high school you, you shouldn't do stand-up <laughs> <laughs> right yeah you need to be a fractured broken person to do the stand-up yeah <laughs> well, I, I always thought that was in there. Not, not that they were all like the sad clown thing or the tortured artist or whatever. Yeah. But it, it, to me, comics and you know, once again, an older model of of of, um, of a success thing is is they were always people that were had a that they were they didn't quite function in it, you know. And now it is a business. It is a marketing business. It's yeah. a business thing. It's a whatever, and it's a and so it. As somebody who just loves the purity of stand-up, you know, for me, all the people I've always uh, idolized to do it, it is a bit weird because, you know, when somebody younger than me asks, like, what's the, what's, you know, what's your advice? And you go, well, I would, I would normally tell somebody, right, get on stage, do whatever. Now I'd be like, get younger and famous. Quick. <laughs> that is, that is get better looking and have the right pants. <laughs> Jim, I want to ask you, it's no uh, secret you're from uh, Australia, but... How, was it a big culture shock when you came to the States? It was indeed. I had visited, um, uh, my family and I had visited uh, a couple of times. So I sort of had an idea of it, you know. Oh. But we moved, we moved to the States in 1979. I was 12 years old. And we ended up in Texas. We had no real plan. We were just kind of um, uh, dust bowl drifters, I guess, you know. But we had, we, we had family in Texas. Okay. And I'll tell you what, to come from somewhere like Australia and a, and, and a major city and to live in a rural small town in Texas, for me, was a gigantic culture shock. Oh, I can and imagine. It, and it, at 12, it, look, if you move across town 
at 12. Yes. It sucks. It ruins your life, you know, because <laughs> yeah. you're like, my friends, my, my life, my bike, you know, my, my stuff, my Legos, mm, you know. Exactly. Um, so, but Texas was just a, and people will point out, well, it's similar, you know, big wide open spaces and this and that and, and animals and things yeah. will kill you and, and it's hot, exactly, you know. <laughs> but you go, it's not, it's not Australia. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I think that did drive me to, I mean, I always, I always loved funny people growing up and whatever it is in your mind that goes, yeah, I want to be funny too. Um, that is what sort of kept me going. And at that point, I mean, stand-up was just trying, just starting to explode on TV. You know, there were a couple of stand-up shows, even the improv, it's, it's earliest incarnation. And then around about that time, Letterman came on in 1982, and I was 14, 15 years old in high school. And dude, when you hate where you live and you hate going to high school every day, and then here's Dave, this dude who's not playing the game like anybody else has ever done. Uh, he was amazing. I mean, it, 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 it was revolutionary. I mean, yeah. uh, we don't even think about now, like, now there's, you know, there's probably a talk show going on right now in the other room um, that's on TV right now. And there's a million hosts. But Dave was, you had Johnny Carson, who I always enjoyed. But yeah. Dave was like, oh, this is my dude, you know. Yeah, and I dude. saw so many great stand-ups come out there. Because Dave, at that point, he didn't put up with celebrities coming on and acting like I'm a celebrity and you need to kiss my ass. He would almost like, this is when people started saying he was rude to people and rude to get, he was never, he was never rude to people. I'm such a Dave defender. He was never rude to people unless they really hassled him. And then he would just throw it out there and you go, man, I've never seen anyone on TV be a dick to people before. <laughs> he, he did a lot for, he was groundbreaking. Yeah. He did a lot for both comedians and musicians because he would yeah. always have the latest like bands oh the coolest stuff I remember yeah. like uh, I think I got into Smashing Pumpkins because he yeah. had them on live and I was like these guys are great like yeah he yeah. was really yeah. connected well it was a groundbreaking show and if you mm. just think of like you know Johnny's era I mean it, on TV at that time it was Johnny Carson was on uh, at 10.30 or 11.30 depending on what time zone you're in and then Dave was on after that. And, and on ABC, it was Nightline and everything else. It was the CBS mystery movie or something like that. <laughs> and so Dave comes on. And, you know, Johnny would have the, the Johnny guests, you know, the mm. sort of the big bands or the crooners or whatever like that, which is all, you know, as you get older, you appreciate that stuff. Yeah. But Dave had, Dave had, you know, uh, uh, these amazing comics on there. And these, like you said, amazing bands. And and as a, and as a teen at that point, mm. not to get all nostalgic, but as a teen at that point, you go, I mean, this is my show. It was kind of like you know, SNL at that point also was, it was post the first group of people uh, of, of Bill Murray and Aykroyd and Belushi. They'd gone, so mm. SNL was in that sort of floundering period. So Dave. Four nights a week, you go, dude. This is my sh this is my show. Yeah, that's and I saw so many brilliant stand-ups on that show at that point. That reminded me too. Just you saying that, that was your guy. Like I couldn't watch Leno for the longest time. I didn't start watching Leno till he was almost done, and I was like, and I was older at that time. You know, I was like, he is funny, but I had never even given him a chance because I like Dave so much. Well, that you know, the thing about it is, and, and I tell you what, I mean, I don't know what age of of, of you guys. Uh, here. It's so funny because I remember uh, in 2002, a few, a few years back, I was working with Ernie Lang in San Francisco. 
Fanati and I are basically the same age, and I don't really know him. I just worked with him that one weekend, you know. Uh, but he and I were talking about basically the same thing. And we were talking about how Jay, when Jay used to go on Dave's show back in the early days, when Jay would go on late night with David Letterman, and he would just, he would always have a bit. He'd have his TV guide. He'd come out on a motorbike, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. And, and the, the host was sitting in the room with us, and he looked at us, and he went, wait a minute. Jay used to go on Dave's show. People forget. Yes. Yeah. Before Jay had the Tonight Show, he was this guy that would go on Dave's show, and he would just murder it, man. Yeah. He would come out, and he would be so funny. And he had his bit, What's My Beef? And he'd have the TV guide, and he'd, and he'd rip on the TV shows. And <laughs> just, this, just these bits. But it's so funny that like somebody a bit younger had no idea that these guys were... I don't even know what level of friendship they had. Prof mm. Definitely a professional relationship. But um, I saw Jay in 1986. It was one of the first big shows I ever went to. He did a concert up in Austin, Texas. And it was amazing. He did a couple hours of, of just nonstop stand-up. And for me, it was like, when Jay took over The Tonight Show, what you can't deny is Jay is a fantastic stand-up. Yes. But Dave, Dave is a broadcaster. Dave yes. is a guy who can sit down at the desk and he can look at the camera and talk to you like, like you know, one person, even though there's millions of us. And he can just tell you about the shit that happened today that pissed him off. He can talk to you. He can talk you through post 9-11. He can talk you through his heart attack, his, his, his affair. And you go, Jesus, this dude. And, and, and it's so funny because I just watched the, the Bill Murray tribute that was on PBS the other night. And, um, you know, there's a bunch of stars and actors and whatever that come out. But when Dave comes out, he just does his his chat about Bill. You go, there's nobody like this anymore. There's nobody mm. who has that stature anymore. And it's not a put down of anyone else, but people just don't realize what David brought to television, what he brings to it all. And, and it, I mean, it's just, I think it changed our culture, whether people know it or not. Um, but definitely from me seeing it from the beginning, you know, and, and, and as far as stand-up, uh, there's just so many comics that were on at that time. It was, it was unbelievable. And, and, and that's when I think comedy got a real boost as well and being sort of cool. You go, well, this is a cool thing to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, um, Jim, we have to uh, wrap this up, dude, but thank you so much for talking to us. Man, it was brilliant. Thank you so much for inviting me on, and I'm sorry that you guys got stood up. But, um, <laughs> if ever you need someone, let me know. Awesome, oh, dude. Awesome, I would, I would definitely do it again, man. It was so great talking to you. And uh, where can everybody find you? Well, you know what? I'm online. Um, I'm on the Twitter, at Jimmy Shelter. I couldn't get my real name, so I, I put I put that on there. I'm on the Instagram. I'm getting my website back up. Uh, it's been down, and I've, I've been, I got somebody redoing that stuff. But uh I'm online. I'm, I'm out there so people can uh, find me. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jim. Thanks, guys. Anytime. Have a good night. Take care, Cheers, Jim. man. Thank Take you. Care, dude. You yep. too. We'll be back with Russell Blake. Right. I don't know if he was uh, calling, but I don't think he would have called that early. That's why. I got the email open just in case. I'll email him. And then I just realized, I don't know when he messaged this. What was this? Three hours ago? That thing? Kid? Yeah. Five twenty-five. Oh, and then I guess he sent him a separate one. Yeah, we're good to go. I just need the exact time to call in, but the email had it, the time and. Oh uh, so, yeah, whatever. whatever. He's still, 
He's got his money. He's, he's got it. Yeah, he's a dude. He's rich, got his man. hashtag rich and wealthy. Jim was awesome. Yeah, 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 he was cool. Russell. You know what? And like, even, like uh, Letterman did have the most material, like the best material oh. out of all of them. Like, I never thought of it though. Like yeah. he said, that Leto yeah. was the Leto like... was the funniest. I thought, yeah. but, but but um, Letterman had the best guests. Oh, like, he did, and the interviews. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going on break. We'll be back. Hi, I'm Kevin Goatee, and I don't have VD. You're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Oh, you're Robin Slim Show. Hey, is that any better? Yeah, that that's definitely better. Thanks, man. Okay. Russell Blake. Indeed. How are you, dude? Depends on who you ask. It's pretty good overall, I think. <laughs> I see you are, you're an author, you're a New York Times, and USA Today best-selling author. That's amazing. Well, it amazes everyone that reads my book. <laughs> How long have you been writing for? Uh, five and a half years. That's and you have you have a lot of titles. I I, I was going through all of them. Uh, the Jet series looks really cool. Uh, and the one you co-wrote um, with Clive Clive Cussler. The uh, yeah, a couple of them. Uh, yeah, Sol- the Solomon Curse and uh, the Eye of uh, Heaven. Eye of Heaven, right? What um what has been your favorite book to write so far? You know, it's it's always my latest one. I always say, you know, it's my best work, but you know, I'm always biased to whatever I just finished up. I mean, it's a love hate thing because I always hate it because you know I've read it so many times I never want to see it again. But <laughs> but I, I have to say, like the books I've written in the last like six months to a year probably are my favorite. Nice. I've always wondered how yeah, how. But- I- how do you go about like when you are editing your book and everything? Do you finish it first and then reread it, or is it like you write a page and then you reread that page like a hundred times until you got a perfect? Nah, I can't do that. It, it kind of kills it kills the momentum. I mean, I outline my story, so I have a pr- pretty good idea, you know, the action beats I want and where the story's going, and then I just I just plow through it, and then you know I'll go back and revise a couple of different drafts. But I can't do it page after page. That would take me like twenty years. To yeah. Yeah. What um? I saw too. Uh, you you're in Mexico, correct? Yeah. Do you uh? And you're from the states, though, right? Yeah, originally. What made you move down there? Did you fall in love with it? You know, I, I kind of did. I, I've been going down for years, and uh, you know, I, I sold a, a company that I was a part owner of back in God, about fifteen years ago. And I was like, you know, it's time to hit the road, see, you know, see the rest of the world. And I thought I did Mexico a, a shock for, you know, a couple of months, and that's turned into fifteen years. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. I saw. Yeah, before that too. What did you? It said you were a real estate developer. Yeah, no, and, and I actually have a home building company down here in Mexico. So you know, it, it keeps me busy, but mostly I, I write now. Cool. Yeah, so I was wondering if you had given that up, and now you just write. Were you, were you always writing like all along, or? You know, I, yeah, but everything, you know, I, I would say for a long time when I would write stuff, it was just amuse myself, and a lot of it was just crap, so it's probably best I didn't inflict it on the world. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I still build a house now and then. I enjoy, you know, I'll design two or three homes a year um, and build one, you know, somebody points a gun at my head and offers me enough money. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Is the price got to be right? No, no, I'm a whore. I'm, it's, no, it's very low budget. Trust me. It doesn't take a lot to influence. 
<laughs> nice, dude. Nice. I saw you are a fan of tequila. I was going to ask what your favorite tequila is. Ooh, that's a tough one. It, it depends on, you know, what I'm drinking and how I'm drinking, I, I guess. If, if I'm just sort of sipping it after dinner, I really like um, Cuervo Reserva de la Familia. I don't know if you've ever had that. I think you can get it up in the States. It, it, it's kind of almost like a it's like a single malt scotch, you know, okay. like a, an 18-year-old with like brandy snifter kind of tequila. Mm. But if you just, you know, if you're if you're drinking shots, I really like Don Julio 1942. Yeah. I think I had that, I had that really recently, clean. like last year. I think we had that around Christmas. That's time. what I was that gonna was say. Really That's good. the one Christian. Uh, Christian in, brought right? over. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was it. great. That was delicious. Yep. Yeah, there's there's so many insanely good tequilas here, and and the stuff. I mean, you can get stuff up to like five grand a bottle. So, no, no, they make some pretty pretty scary stuff. (laughs) I've I've always been a fan of like single malt scotches, but um, recently I was introduced to tequila, and I've been exploring that a little bit, and I do enjoy tequila. A lot. I always thought I was always afraid. I always thought it made you like fight and shit. Like, so I had <laughs> never tried any, but we've had our buddy Christian. We had another guest, John. He brought some in one night and it was good stuff too. And yeah, I, I, I liked it. Yeah. The problem is you're convinced, you know, like if you get drunk on scotch, you, you kind of know you're drunk, but you know, the problem <laughs> is on tequila, you think everything's fine. I yeah. mean, you know, like this yeah. got smarter and taller and grew more hair and you know, and then suddenly you're like walking into walls or you know, driving <laughs> yeah. off a cliff or something. I'm starting fights with my best friends you on did? tequila. Exactly. And then, uh, yeah. and then, Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Like, mom, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, I saw you also, you're a fan of uh, misbehavior. I was going to ask what the craziest uh, thing you've ever gotten into was. Wow. Is that I can admit to? What's that? Oh, that you're going to mention, yes, that you could talk to, yes, about, yes. Oh, well, you know, let me just put it this way. It involves a 300-pound Samoan cook, uh, a steam freighter to Jakarta, and a midget. (laughs) I won't go any further than that. That sounds amazing. That's That's... actually... I didn't invent that. <laughs> I still have the tattoo, and I still get cards. So you know, love was in the air. What can I say? <laughs> oh man! And do you have? I, I saw you are an anti-clown activist. Is it only the killer clowns, or is it all clowns that you dislike? No clowns. You know, I mean, look. If you're if you're over the age of what about nine and putting on makeup and you know running around pretending you know wanting <laughs> to join the circus, tell me what what series of what like, bad decisions do you have to have made in order for that to be like that? Yeah, it's just a, a lifetime of, of bad decisions. Yeah, you're right. I never yeah, thought it like, like dude, you know. Yeah. You, you, you're thinking what particle physics? You want to be a doctor? You want to be a lawyer? No, 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 no. I, I want to. I want to be a clown. I, I want to touch the little kid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Easy, buddy. You're so unpresentable. That's <laughs> it. That is it. Yeah, it's either that or a politician, I guess. Right? <laughs> Pretty much at the lowest. They're like the same it. thing at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I yeah. I think actually there's fewer pet, there's fewer fewer pedophile clowns than there are pedophile politicians oh, in the news these days. Yes. Oh, they did the the politicians are just able to hide it better. That's. <laughs> 
That's they? what it is. I don't know. I think I think they're they're exposing everything now. I, I don't know. I love that with you. Or they were <laughs> in the past. But you guys, you guys are over in uh, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. The nutsack of the yep. the armpit of the America. The taint of America. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, so is, is it becoming winter there yet? Or I mean, it's weird, dude. One day it is, and one day it's like yeah, summer. One day it's yeah. freezing. One day it's I've, hot. I've had the air conditioners on today. Oh, okay. Well, good for you. Last night I had two jackets on, though. It's it's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, okay. No, okay. I'm not a, too much information, but it's fine. <laughs> well, like last year, our Christmas, I had the air conditioners. It was 80 on. degrees was 80. last Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Was... See, nobody, nobody tells me anything. I mean, I, it's, it's always like, you know, 80 degrees during the day down here, year-round. So. <laughs> That's nice, dude. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got no complaints. <laughs> what, uh, do you have a big a big plot of land down there? Yeah, I, I you know, i got a decent-sized house. I, I really can't complain. I mean, you, you, you move to Mexico, you got, you know, a little ding-ding. You, you, you can live like royalty. I mean, really, you can't. I've heard that. It's kind of in vain. It probably, it probably costs, I don't know, 15 to 20 percent of what I would spend in the U.S. for the same lifestyle. So. Wow. And if, if you know, Americans have such a weird, you know, idea about Mexico. I suppose I did too before I moved here. You know, I was thought like sombreros and burros and cactuses and like cartel guys with AK 47. It's like, sure, there's probably places like that, but I mean, there's also places that are like, you know, New York City. Yeah. And just amazing. Nice. What um what so was just, the biggest adjustment just, to moving there, like from being in the States? Just the, the timing, the pacing. Like, you know, you, you just can't get impatient here. You just have to. If anyone does anything, you're happily surprised. It's like, you know, if, if, if you go to the bank... You know, you can always tell somebody that just moved here because it's like the gringo guy that's like staring at his watch because he's been in line for like seven minutes. And everyone else is like going, hey, if you're in line for an hour, that's a nice, you know, that's, you got lucky. <laughs> that was, that was a, a quick yeah, just, a quick time. Yeah, you just have, there's, there's no sense of urgency. It's, you know, everything's like manana. And, yeah, you just, I think you, you offset any impatience with drinking. It takes about... Four to six months for your for your barometer to reset. Yeah, I don't know. And if then I'm you're good. kind of like, yeah. Well, that's what most people say. Mm. But you know, after about the first ten days, they start going, you know what? This doesn't completely suck. <laughs> and then, you know, after a couple months, you start realizing that you aren't like wearing a watch anymore, and you know, you're you're not like you know sitting on the bumper of the guy in front of you. Goes, Come on, get out of the way. Yeah, yeah you're, hurry you're, up. <laughs> you're just calmer, and after after six months, yeah, you, know, you have a new tattoo and three wives, and you know, life is you got a different life. <laughs> have you ever been approached, uh, Russell, about uh, any of your books to be made into movies? Yeah, you know, I, I, I I'm not sure how much I can say, but um, we've had like four or five you know major groups like circling on on jet. I was going to say, yeah, Hollywood is kind of like. You know, it's the liars club. So until somebody you know strokes out a big check, it's all talk. Okay, yeah, because I saw the series. It was it, it was huge and it looked great. And I I just figured maybe you had had that in the works. Well, 
you know, I'll talk to anybody, but, you know, the the series has sold over a million copies, so it's done pretty well. But as far as I can tell, the movie business these days, when they, when to get a project made, you, you pretty much, you know, it's marketing and accounting that basically decides whether or not your movie's going to get made. So if, if, if it's the marketing guys and the accounting guys are looking at you or Spider-Man 26, they're probably going to go with Spider-Man 26 because it's a sure thing. They know exactly what they'll make. That's it. They know right. it's got an audience. Yeah, that's it. They, yeah. They're not going to take a Toy risk with it. Story they... 19. You know, yeah. you can see that before you see yeah. it. We can do Ghostbusters again. Yeah, I know. You know, hey, this time they're going to be really holy and we'll make them Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> What up? No, it's, it's it's a weird business. It's even weirder than being in the book business. Yeah. What genre do you typically write in? Um, action, adventure, and mystery thrillers. You know, guy stuff. I've written some uh, like new adult. You know, I guess sort of budding romance stuff. But I got the wrong chromosome, so I just <laughs> write the same kind of thing I'd read. I you know, basically, if you've ever seen, you know, a season of 24, imagine that in a book form, and that's what I write. Oh, nice. okay, cool. I saw, too, you had one, though, that was, uh, what, what was the one about how to, uh, how to sell a gazillion e-books in no time? <laughs> I was going to ask <laughs> yeah. you what the secret to that is. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, actually, if you got a twisted sense of humor, that's a funny book to pick up. Yeah, I wrote that over a long weekend, and I won't swear I was completely sober most of the time. That's just more stream of consciousness, just really, really seriously twisted. Um, you know, mocking everything about self-help and positive oh, no. thinking. That's what I was going to say. I, oh, I feel yeah. it's just self-help. I was going gonna... no. to say the sure. title itself Brutal. is how you sell. Yes. You title a book There's like that and you that sell. come out and we're talking about, you know, how you're going to be a, a millionaire to yeah. write a book and, you know, flop a cover on it and you're going to do great. <laughs> and I was just watching this horseshit, like, you know, being foisted off on people and I, I just got, you know, like I said, one long weekend. It was over the 4th, and the 4th of July, I remember. I just sat down and said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll show you how it's going. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a really evil book. I mean, it really is evil. I, I, had, I had a lot of people that don't get it. I was hoping it serious. was. I was hoping it was real they, sarcastic. No, they leave one star reviews like, you know, I was hoping to be told how to become a millionaire. <laughs> I just got this vile, depressive, like, filth. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. I guess you got, you know. Rule one, you know, start working on your reading comprehension because it does say a parody um, in, the, in the product description. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a different kind of read than what I know. Yeah, that was a, uh, it was a side project. Yeah, that's like if, uh, what was that one that uh, shakes the clown? Well, you know, this is, that's the shakes of the clown of literature. Uh, <laughs> uh, really <laughs> nice. How long? Maybe the, uh, go ahead. I was going to ask, how long does it normally take you to write a book? I, once I outline it, you know, I, I, probably five to 6,000 words a day. So typical book, two to three weeks on the first draft. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I, got, I want to say, I, I don't know. It's like either 49 or 51 or something like that in five and a half years. So I bore easily, so this is a good business for me because it, I'm always writing something. Nice. Do you, do you have a lot of uh, books that you've scrapped, like, halfway through or you've just, like, no, ran, because, ran out of No, you know, story? I mean, I outline. So, oh. so you know, if it, if it looks like shit, you know, I know it before I sit down beginning. and start writing. That's smart. So I just, I just, I just don't write that book. You know, I look at it and go, you know what, There's this, just, this is a short story. You know, this is not a novel. So, And I've written blogs about that, like how to, you know, how to write a page turner and how to outline so that you know, you know, you've actually got enough story and enough beat to where you got something that's worth reading. That's cool. So that's that's my only problem with the what they call panting. I used to do that when I started out. You know, I would just sit down and you know, with a basic idea like you know, someone's after you know the the, the chick assassin. You know, and that's Murder all. Murder at the I World had. Series. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 I would just hope it would all come to me. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it takes about five times longer. Mm. And and you know, I'm never sure that you know I got enough until I finish. And oftentimes I don't. So rather than patting stuff out and trying to trying to stretch basically, you know, a half baked idea into a novel, I prefer to just sit down and look at it and go, okay, mm. you know, I, I need ninety thousand words and at fifteen hundred to two thousand words per, per chapter, you can do the math. <laughs> Did you have a question, Pete? Oh no no! Oh. I was listening. Oh okay no, I thought you were gonna say something. I'm sorry. No, I was um, just laughing about the self help book. Parody. Oh yeah, that is great. Um, <laughs> Russell, amazing. I wanted to ask uh, too. Uh, is there any authors that you always looked up to? Yeah, I love James Lee Burke. I don't know if you guys have read, ever read him, but he's probably the greatest like you know American novelist that is you know that's still living. Um, James Lee Burke is like an amazing, amazing writer. Um, I always loved uh, David Foster Wallace too. But, and he didn't write that much, but what he wrote was like going to church. So, you know, for me anyway to, mm. to read. And what, what's funny is I don't, I don't write anything like either one of those guys. I mean, I could live so long, but it's, 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 yeah, David Foster Wallace, you know, is, is, is literary sort of fiction, which means. Everybody should read. Um, mm-hmm. It's really hard to read stuff. I mean, you have to really work to get through two or three pages. Most most readers don't really want to put in the work. Mm-hmm. So I totally. That's why I don't try to write that. That and and I'd be broke. So <laughs> between <laughs> between the financial incentive and and just you know not really having the intellect to to, to write that kind of stuff. Um, if I could be anybody, I'd be David Foster Wallace, only I wouldn't have killed myself. <laughs> if I had to be anybody else, I'd definitely be David Lee um, mm. or James Lee Burke. Yeah. He's an amazing author. Nice, dude. What, um, uh, I forgot what I was going to ask. I totally forgot. So, I did, I just, did I just kill the whole what big what upcoming projects do you have planned um i'm releasing i don't know jeff 11 i want to say jeff forsaken is coming out in a couple of weeks on november 15th and i'm currently i'm right now i'm outlining you know probably something that will come out in 
February or so. And I released a couple books in the last month. So I, I released one in Kindle World, and uh, I released number four in Day After Never, which, you know, I mean, if somebody was asking, well, what, you know, what, what book of yours would, would, should somebody read for an idea of what it is you write like? I'd say Jeff is not a bad one, and I've got the first, I've got the first, uh, the first book in the Jeff series free. So there's no barrier to entry. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you can be a hobo as long as you've got you know, some kind of an e-reader. Yeah. You can be sitting in a refrigerator cart. In fact, that's how I prefer to think of my readers. <laughs> sitting in a refrigerator cart with, with a jug of, like, night train, you know, <laughs> reading that going, wow. <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask if you've ever written, like, a couple titles and released them, like, you know, a couple weeks apart, or do you, re- do you release them as you finish writing them, or have you ever built up, like, a couple and then release them like yeah because, you know the thing is this business is so i mean weird it just keeps changing constantly so i you know i wouldn't advise anybody to hold anything any longer than they absolutely have to because mm. there's no guarantee yeah i mean there's just no guarantee that what worked two months ago is ever going to work again so you kind of you kind of have to you're in you're in retail basically so you know retail is all about hey it's constantly changing you got to attract the, the the, the customer and somebody else is going to try to be better, faster, cheaper. So, you know, there's millions of titles out there and there's more flooding the market every day. So now nah, I don't, I don't hold anything. I write to a production schedule, you know, and I usually plan to write six, seven books a year and I've been averaging nine or 10. So, you know, if an idea comes up and I feel like I got enough time to execute it, um, you know, I'll flip it into the production schedule. But I, I generally have been releasing, I want to say, about every five weeks. Nice, nice, dude. And yeah, it's, it's a business. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's like having a deli. It's not... That's what I was going to say. It's you, not like, you're not only a creative author, but yeah, you have the business plan. I, I like right. that. And is that yeah, like... but well, it, it's because I look at it as two, two types of businesses. There's content creation. You know, content creation is writing books. That's great. Content creation is wonderful, but the second you try to package them and sell them, you know, you're in the publishing business. Mm-hmm. And that's a completely different business. That, that has nothing whatsoever to do with content creation. So you kind of have to have this split personality where you spend X amount of time on content creation, and then you take that hat off, and you really have to take it off and sit down as a publisher and just go, how do I sell this crap? Is anyone going to buy this? I mean, sure, my inner muse said it would be a great idea, but, I mean, how, how do I market this, and who's the audience? And if I can't answer those questions as a publisher, I don't write the book. Mm. I was going to ask you, is that your only source of income? No. Yeah. Oh, I thought no. I thought you still did the houses, too. Yeah, you know, I, I stopped doing the houses for about um, four years, and just in about the last year, I had two big projects come up, and, you know, I drew them because they, the, the customers, you know, had been bopping me from years before, so I drew them, and then, you know, they, they didn't want anyone else to build them, so but I have a crew, I have an architect, an engineer, and a whole crew, so it's not like I stand out in the sun with a big hat, you know, cracking a whip. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> like a four. Oh, although, yeah, for the right amount of money, again. 
<laughs> no, I've been, a, I've, been a, I've been a full-time author now for, I want to say, five and a half years. So when I build a house, it's basically because it's low-hanging fruit and it's something, yeah, something to I, do. I had promised to do five years. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, dude. Russell, we have to wrap no, this up. Cool. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. No, it's, 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 it's actually really, really cool to, to write for a living. I mean, that's, it's, it's amazing. You're living the that. dream, dude. Yes. That's cool. Well, but, yeah, I kind of am. It's weird. Although, you know, I, I keep saying I want the Olsen twins and you know, I want a Ferrari. So it's, what would I do? You know, in Mexico? Come on. So, uh, I can't complain. <laughs> Russell, we have to wrap this up, but thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah, it was nice uh, talking to you guys. Do you do you uh, archive these shows so people can listen in? Or? Yes. Um, as After soon as they go up, I will send you the links. Uh, there will be a full show that will probably go up in a day or two, and then the uh, individual um, interview will be up, too, on uh, YouTube, and I will send you the link to that when that goes up. Okay. Then I will get it like it's uh, Saturday night. Awesome. And where can everybody find your books? Um, I'm wherever not so reputable books are sold. Um, on Amazon, uh, Barnes and Noble, iTunes. So any any place that ebooks are sold. Awesome. Thank you, Russell. Hey, nice talk to you guys. You too, cool. man. Have a good one, Russell. See ya. Later, dude. It's really cool. All right. All right, guys, we're uh, we're going on break, and we will be, Slim will be back. back. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, Rob's got to go somewhere. I got to go with Pete. We got to go yeah. get some more booze. All right, yeah. I'll be back. See you guys. Shut up and sit down. I'm the Slamborghini, baby. I feel we need to have the booze and guns program. For as many booze as you can drink down, you get a gun. Each fucking shot, you get a gun, baby. That's why I'm voting for myself, baby. The Slamborghini 2016. Yeah! I'm on every drug known to man, baby. Fuck yeah! You go to the boardwalk, you don't want to see some fucking crackhead. It's hurting till it's squirting, baby. Yeah! Slamborghini for President 2016. All right, what's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I'm back from a break, and I have uh, Nicole. What is it? It's, it's Nicole Ofstein. Is that what it That's is? That's pretty good. Yes, it oh, is. Okay, awesome, uh, Nicole. Nicole, listen, uh, my co-host Rob and our uh, our intern, or also our third Mike, Pete, had to leave. They had to go take care of something, but we have a couple of buddies that uh, said they would help me out and fill in. They actually are a couple of local radio guys that do a show. Their names are uh, Ron and Cheese. Ron, thank you very much. Uh, oh, you're very welcome. Thank you very much for being here. And uh, Cheese, good to see you again. Thank you. All right, we're on the on the line with Nicole Alstein. And Nicole, you are a book author, and your book is How to Settle with the IRS for uh, Pennies on the Dollar. Is that correct? That is correct. Awesome. And can you tell me what, what is the book about? I mean, I, I, I guess the title kind of explains it, right? The title kind of explains <laughs> it, exactly. If you owe money to the IRS, I am the person that you want to talk to. Okay, so what, what, can you give us a, a little bit of, like, what do you do if you owe, Did like, you what's the first owe thing? a lot of money. I'm sorry, Cheese. If you owe a lot of money. Is that Ron or Cheese? That's, that's, that's cheese. cheese there. He's, 
You have to be a little yes. patient with cheese. Yes, I saw that in the lineup when I was checking out the Facebook page, seeing who I was calling into tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, basically, if all of a sudden, let's say you get a tax bill, you get audited, something happens, you owe a lot of money, the IRS is levying your bank account, the IRS is levying your wages, they're just scaring you, uh, there's a lot of stuff you can do, whether it's doing an offer and compromise, an installment agreement, getting them to knock off penalties, getting them to declare you uncollectible. There's so many options, but most of the time people just hide, and then the IRS just nails their bank account or their wages, and all of a sudden they're uh, living on a lot less money. So is it is it difficult to uh, get out of the debt with the IRS or is it like really like really easy? Every situation is different. Some of them, it's really easy. I mean, I'll run into people who owe the IRS a lot of money, and all of a sudden I'll look at their information, and all they had to do is refile a tax return that the IRS filed uh-huh. for them that they didn't bother doing. I mean, I had a client that owed over $200,000, and really all they needed to do was file their own tax return because the IRS didn't give them any of their deductions or losses. Right. And then other times they'll owe, but they won't have an ability to pay. And it might be that same $200,000, maybe just 100000 or $50,000, but they don't have it. You go to the IRS, you say, hey, look, here, I'm showing you. My pockets are empty. Rob, I've got nothing. And What's that? Uh, what, what's that? That, that, don't interrupt, I guess. Don't, what, what don't, don't interrupt. Uh, like, <laughs> come on, cheese. Come on. All right, all right, Ron. Did you have a? Did cheese have a question? I don't know. Yeah, They're talking Ron over each other. Now cheese. That's that's. Stop. He's just telling little fibs here, and he likes. He does that sometimes. Ron, he's accusing you of beating your own. I never. I never. Anyway. My my question was, uh, like, 15 years ago, I got in a little trouble with the IRS. I told you. I had uh, I had bought, I had purchased a sports car, and, and they were trying to say that that I, I didn't pay the, the back taxes on it, that, that some, some kind of BS. I don't really know what, what – I, I don't really remember the details. I just – Did you get I, caught? What could have happened there? What, what, what could have <laughs> – well, you're talking about a car, a car, so you're probably talking about sales tax. But let's say you're talking about a tax that's 15 years old. To be honest, if it was already filed, whether it was by you or by the IRS, it would most likely be over because the IRS only has a 10-year collection statute. So if they can't get you within 10 years or extend the statute, it may just be over. Well, they still been well, they still been harassing me, and I, and I paid the last. Of that, that, of that guy tax. call you from India? No, no. That, that, you said an Indian man. It, it, it was an Indian gentleman, cheese. But that, that's like that's not cheese? the point now. No, no, not not like a, a Wapaho? Not a Native American. What do we call? We call them Native Americans, cheese. What are the other ones? The other ones are are Asian Indians, cheese. Remember, I showed you the map. Ah. Nicole, I, I got a question. I, a I, couple I, weeks ago, I had uh, I had gotten a call um, from. It was obviously a scammer who was trying to say that I owed money oh. to the IRS. And you, you know, like one of those, I guess Indian. I call know centers. people are getting the scammers all the time. Very yes. popular right now. I have something on my website about that. Okay, what what do you uh, say to deal with that? Just like, how I do people know that working. they're being called from a scam? They're, can you kind the of easiest that? way to double check is Google. 
Google. I Google the phone number. I Google the word IRS scam. It, it pops right up. That number is being used by tons of people. They're calling out the taxpayers. And to be honest, you also know because the IRS, their first contact is not by phone. They're going to send you out letters first. You're going to know that you owe something. And right. if they do, they're not going to ask you to drop off money at a Western Union. They're not going to tell you that you have to. It's usually Get pretty obvious. Check, baby! <laughs> right. What, who was that? Uh, oh, I was trying who to. Who was find, that? Uh, what, 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 do you, what buttons you press? I got an ad to play. Oh, you got an ad to play. Uh, Why do you have a what? What's going on, Ron? You picked up a sponsor I, recently. I, I heard. I, I had just recently, just about two weeks ago, I, they sponsored us. Who who sponsored you? Well, you what? gotta hear the ad. To hear oh. the sponsors. Hey everybody, this is little Stevie, and I, I don't brush my teeth, motherfuckers. I get all this gray gunk and shit all, all over them. And that's the special ingredient in my teeth grease. Uh, I will scrape that shit off and I will put it in a jar or cup and send it to you. Order it Whoa. now, you fucktards. You play Go to littlestevie'sgreaseteeth.com. Now, now, oh, that's my first time ever. Where did you find Play, little Stevie? I, 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 think, I, I think Chase is playing with the buttons again. That's I, Stevie. That didn't sound like he was playing with the buttons. That I was told it was. Watching. I was told it was little Steve's plumbing and heating and air conditioning. I, I didn't hear no, nothing about no Stevie. no teeth yeah, grease. Stevie's got the greasiest teeth in town. Go to little Stevie's if you want some greasy teeth. Yeah, little Stevie's greasy teeth dot com. I think we got uh, scammed a little bit. I, I, I think this is the IRS messing with uh, get trying to get a uh, revenge on us. Why would you or IRS want to get revenge on you, Ron? Well, Ron didn't let me have money. So I had to make a deal with little Stevie. Because it took me so long to pay him back. He said I, I couldn't have any money. To, I think, they, I think they just trying to and nail me for I something. I killed my hamster with a piggy bank. You killed him. All right, Nicole, do you have any other books that you have written? Uh, no, yes, I have in the past, but this is the most recent you one. They're all on IRS, and uh, I think we've said more than enough tonight. <laughs> but, uh, hey, guys, it's been fun. All right, have a good Anybody one. Anybody interested in the book, How to Settle with the IRS Stevie's for Pennies on the Dollar, available on Amazon. Nice blue book. Have a good night, guys. Take care, Nicole. Wait, I was going to ask you a question. <laughs> what do I do when I get scammed by... What What happened with little Stevie's grease <laughs> Too much for her? <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, I was just watching out of contrary. I was like, I got an idea to propose to somebody. Little Stevie's grease Stevie's grease who did that too? Like, Dan, Dan Beckman, that's all Broadway that actor Dan Beckman. Oh my god, Dan, could you record a couple like lines singing Little Stevie's Grease Teeth? Like, I was like, you could do different, like you could do like a doo-wop one and, a, and an opera one. And he's like, yeah, sounded very professional. The part where he goes up high is fucking. <laughs> That's like I think where no. she just suddenly just was like no. <laughs> oh no! It wasn't this one. Greased teeth don't come. <laughs> no, it was this one though that she punched out on. <laughs> Wait, why isn't it playing? Here, here's this one. 
Little Stevie's Grease Teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to play the commercial one. Yeah, I had to listen because I was I was just laughing. I wasn't oh. even really paying attention to it. I was like, oh, this is great. Hey, everybody. This is little Stevie. And I, I don't brush my teeth, motherfuckers. I get all this gray gunk and shit all over them. And that's the special ingredient in my teeth grease. <laughs> Uh, I will scrape that shit off and I will put it in a jar or cup and send it to you. <laughs> Order it now, you fucktards. Go to littlestevie'sgreaseteeth.com <laughs> Like, I have to make this so uncomfortable. That's what I was like. I, that, that was, and then a nice uh, jingle at the end. I, I, I thought it was Little Stevie's plumbing and heat. Yeah, I loved your, like, I don't know what's going on here. We're being scammed. I'm like, how are you scammed? Is your new sponsor? What? I don't think you we've ever on. heard, like... We've never had a surprise sponsor. Yeah, I, I don't think we've ever heard Ron Burlington caught off guard. <laughs> I know. Like that. I mean, he, he sounded like he was on the ropes he was, <laughs> he was i thought I, I thought i could keep her a little longer because i, like, I was i was, trying I was asking like real questions i so. was thinking too because like, i was thinking of when you did uh mcp pants what was it oh uh, that was great the <laughs> mcr foreskin. foreskin and i yeah. was like i gotta do one of those or like yeah, I just or get this just one get off because yeah. yeah. that shit yeah. i was i remember i was mad inside because i'm like we could add more but then like listening back i'm like that shit oh it was, a, it was so amazing funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a minute. I think. I just love too that she's like, oh yeah, she's probably still watching. She's she probably. I was. I figured. I figured she was checking us out. Yeah. She probably know. She probably knew you guys. Right there. <laughs> I figured she was being pranked. <laughs> no, it's, it's a reverse prank. She it's a reverse us. prank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got the rod and cheese experience. Oh, I, mean, I don't think Ron was really interested in her IRS advice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, man, he was turning red and sweating, too. Mm. I was just like, this bitch gonna shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need a good rhyme line. That's why I just started putting that. Some cheese little lines. Stevie's. Little Stevie. All right, how are we signing out tonight? I don't know. Should it be Little Stevie, or who's signing us out of yours? Uh, it should be Little Stevie. Yeah. I say Little Stevie tonight. Which uh, one, though? Which was your favorite Little Stevie? Oh, uh, so let's, let's do play the... The whole, the whole little Stevie's uh, archive. Let's do the opera. Let me clear out. Oh, the opera. Yeah, the opera. That was right. the which the one that's in the commercial or the one where he like gets real loud. The one that drove her away. Yeah, yeah. All the right. one that, that that scared her off. The one that got away. Uh... Oh shit! I just closed. Uh, here we go. Fuck! I'm an asshole. I gotta <laughs> reopen the folder. It's worth the wait though. It's worth the wait. Podcast. Where's the podcast folder? Here we go. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, sound effects. God damn, why did I close that folder? Little Stevie's. And that, I think, was... Fuck. I might have to play them all, but I think it was this one. Little Stevie's greased teeth. Don't <laughs> No, I don't think it was, though. I think it was this one. Little Stevie's greased teeth. Don't but then there was this one too that was really good y'all heard about stevie yeah have... little stevie's got the greasiest teeth in town <laughs> go to little stevie's if you want some greasy teeth yeah little stevie's greasy teeth.com <laughs>
That, I think, was my favorite. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. I don't know one laugh every time I hear that. Okay, have a crappy weekend. Hope your house burns down.